MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. Hello, everybody. WMMR, Philadelphia. Housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping, you want towels? Want towels. Need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want me for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR with Preston Elliott. You listen to every damn word I have to say. And Steve Morrison. Words are like bullets. Plus. Casey Boy. Lay off me. I'm starving. Kathy Romano. Everything you all. Nick McElwain. I'm just not the, the hero type. And Marissa Magnata. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. And now, Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. <laughs> well, 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 welcome. And a Tuesday has arrived, hasn't it? We're happy you're on board. Let's take a look at the weather forecast, see what is in store for today. And now. And Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. And today is Tuesday, the 21st day of November. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A Montgomery County man was arrested and charged for attempting to kidnap, rape, and murder his estranged wife, authorities say. It's a horrifying story. Police say 52-year-old Jeffrey K. Conway Sr. of King of Prussia was on a mission to kill himself after killing his estranged wife. K. Conway stalked his estranged wife before attacking her at the King of Prussia Walmart at 1045 Sunday morning, according to officials. He allegedly installed a tracking device on the victim's vehicle before following her to the store. Police say he stabbed her in the leg several times and forced her to sit in the passenger seat of her car. She was able to get away from him by yelling for help as she escaped. Officers said they found zip ties, duct tape, a blindfold and other weapons in his truck. They also found a two-page letter that detailed his plans after he kidnapped her. In the letter, Kay Conway wrote he had one and a half months to kill his wife. Whoa. We're looking at uh, the the mugshot of this guy. He looks terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah, he's under my rule of just arrest him because you wow. know that I'm to no good. Terrifying dude and his plans were concretely spelled out yeah. he was going to murder her. Yeah. Yep. The alleged assault happened Psycho. while a protection from abuse order was in effect. The order was placed after Kay Conway was released from jail for initial stalking charges. According to Laurel House, Montgomery County's Comprehensive Domestic Violence Agency, national statistics show that 81% of women who were stalked by a current or former husband were also physically assaulted by that partner and 31% were uh, sexually assaulted. Laurel House can be reached by calling 800-642-3150 or by texting HOPE to 85511. And the Women's Center of Montgomery County can also be reached at 800-773-2424. Kay Conway Sr. is facing attempted murder, kidnapping, and attempted rape charges. If you are driving this Thanksgiving holiday, keep your eye out for Sheets Gas Stations. The major mid-Atlantic gas station, restaurant, and convenience chain uh, will with more than 700 locations, is reducing the price of its unleaded 88 gas to $1.99 per gallon this Thanksgiving week, now through November 27th. Unleaded 88, a a fuel blend also known as E15, is 15% ethanol and 85% gasoline, approved by the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency for use in all 2001 and newer vehicles. The $1.99 price is about $1.30 less than the national average. Customers can get the $1.99 per gallon price of unleaded 88 gasoline 
gasoline at 422 of the sheets locations that carry this fuel grade in Pennsylvania, Ohio, North Carolina, Virginia, and West Virginia. Instead of ethanol, Kathy, they're cutting it with half and half. So that should be interesting. <laughs> I did it last year. I think you have to have the app in order to do it, Kathy, but it's I super easy. I didn't see that, Nick. Okay, yeah, but uh, there are, there's a sheets in like uh, Carlisle and yeah, I mean, two bucks a gallon is pretty damn good. Um, it does say to find out if a certain location has the unleaded 88, uh, check the Sheets mobile app or their website. The price is good through November 27th. Americans are bracing for a cross-country storm during Thanksgiving week, one of the busiest holiday travel weeks of the year. The storm, which dumped rain and snow in the west this weekend, is now heading east, bringing damaging winds and potential hail and tornadoes to the south. Today, the storm will gain speed, gain speed as it barrels into the northeast. Those driving along the Interstate 95 corridor to reach their Thanksgiving destinations should exercise extreme caution. Rain is expected to reach the Washington, D.C., Maryland, and Virginia area uh, this morning and will last all day. By Tuesday evening, the heaviest rain is expected from the Carolinas uh, up to New York City. Flash flooding is possible overnight, Tuesday into Wednesday, and obviously we'll see that here as well. By Wednesday morning, the heavy rain will be slamming Boston. Snow will begin in northern New England Tuesday afternoon and continue through Wednesday night. Six to 12 inches of snow is forecast for parts of Massachusetts, Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine. Uh, Behind this cross-country storm will be the first bitter cold of the season. Now, the FAA forecasts Wednesday to be the peak day for flights with more than 49,000 commercial and general aviation planes in the skies. So make sure you check for delays. In sports this morning... The Eagles beat the Chiefs 21 to 17 last night in Kansas City. Jalen Hurts ran for a pair of touchdowns and his go-ahead tush push in the fourth quarter allowed the Eagles to walk away with the win. The Eagles defense shut out Patrick Mahomes and the rest of the Chiefs over the final 30 minutes. The Eagles, who improved to nine and one, became the first team to win at least nine of their last uh, of their first 10 games in consecutive seasons since the Colts in 2005 and 2006. And the team beat former coach Andy Reid for the first time in five tries since he started in Kansas City. The Eagles are back home this weekend and will host the Buffalo Bills. Kickoff on Sunday is at 4:25. The Sixers, who are 10 and three and in second place in the East, are back at home tonight. And we'll host the Cleveland Cavaliers, who are 7-6. and six. Tip-off is at 7-30. And the Flyers, who have won five games in a row and are in second place in the Metro Division, are off until tomorrow night when they'll travel to New York to take on the Islanders. The puck is scheduled to drop at 7-30. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thanks, Kat. So, Tuesday, yep, it's here. And uh, we got a lot of stuff going on today. We have a couple of things that are very, very important. Uh, We're going to announce the totals of the Camp Out for Hunger. We have the results. They are in in the 8 o'clock hour where we will reveal uh, what type of donations came in in advance. We thank you for that. Oh, and God, yeah. Thank you again after we give that information out. And we're also going to announce uh, the winners of our uh, incentives that we had uh, for <laughs> Camp Up Hunger. So that is on the way. We will also have a big, 
big concert announcement to pass along, and that's going to be with the first bizarre file. This is, uh, yeah, this is uh, this is very large in scope and size. Yeah. So we'll make sure that you're aware of all the information. There's some special things uh, coming up concerning that. So we'll just hang out and uh, share that information later on. We also have joining us today Tim Meadows. Love Tim Meadows. Yep, he's going to be performing Helium Comedy Club Friday and Saturday and Sunday as well. So we will do a little Zoom chat with Tim in preparation for his appearance this weekend in Philadelphia. And today being a Tuesday, we have your chance to win a Preston and Steve show themed tattoo. And all you have to do is text the word tattoo to 39333 and you will be in the running for it. It's that simple. It's from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, $350 gift certificate. So if you're interested, let's get you to do that. Let's take a break as well. At this very moment, we have a stupid question all set up, some entertainment stories to pass along, and a bunch to get to on the course of this Tuesday morning set. Hang. We'll be right back. The MMR app can't remember your Wawa order, but it can pair with your Bluetooth or Apple or Android car system, streaming us right into your speakers. Oh, and if you could grab us a meatball shorty and an iced tea, that'd be great. Thanks. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Right. Thank you, Kathy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I want to get that guy on the show. I would love to. Casey tried to reach out to him and no feedback. Oh, I think man. He, I think he's trying to put Roadhouse behind him, Steve. I'm trying for, for Vanessa Angel. Oh, yeah? Yeah, she posts yeah. all the time on Instagram. I think I'm wearing her down because I haven't heard one word. Oh, yeah. oh that's a Dude, sign. This yeah. close. Yeah. I'm, I'm right around the corner. You might get a paper in the mail from her. <laughs> yeah, cease and desist. <laughs> yeah. All right, so we're going to ask a stupid question this morning. Give away a pair of tickets as we are presenting the Don McCloskey and Band Holiday Office Party. And that will also feature Will Leet of Sammy Ray and the Friends. It's going to be Saturday, December 2nd at Brooklyn Bowl. And the question that we ask to you is this, and it's a pretty easy one. A male duck is known as a what? Uh-huh. 
215-263. WMMR was a male duck known as 215-263. WMMR. Call if you know the answer. So, birthdays. We'll mention to kill some time. Today being the 21st day of November. Uh, Ken Griffey Jr.'s birthday is today. Uh, now he's... uh is he... commercials. Yeah. Yeah, is with his wife. Yeah, I think so. It's it's an insurance commercial. Yeah. Where the ump lives next door. What's the one? I uh, know, yeah, yeah. It's uh, where, like, oh, we have ants. And, uh, oh, we have a... Uh, oh, that's... Is uh, that Geico? I think it's the same campaign. Is it? Yeah, because in this, in the King Griffey one, there's uh, umps living next door. In yeah. this one, the ants are in the house and, infe- you know, infesting. Yeah, I'm trying Expired. to figure out. Expired. I think that's progressive. Progressive. So he turns uh, 54 years old today. Uh, Goldie Hawn. Love yes. Goldie Hawn. Her birthday as well. Yeah, she's great. Many years uh, not married to Kurt Russell, yeah. but yeah. have uh, have a wonderful family. And, and uh, whenever you see her interviewed, she seems like a real person. Mm-hmm. Just um, like us. The mother of Kate Hudson and Oliver Hudson and Wyatt Russell. Yes. As well, mind you. As she turns uh, 78 years old today. Uh, another woman, older, beautiful, Marlo Thomas, has her birthday. Yes. Uh, that girl, obviously, daughter of Danny Thomas. And, I always thought she was uh, very pretty, very me talented. Me too. And she's attached to one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. <clears throat> it was at a uh, a brunch at the Hilton in Los Angeles. Actually, Universal Studios. Uh, and my wife and I went to this brunch one day, and the price was really low. And I said <clears throat> to the rest of the family, hey, why don't I take you out to brunch oh, the no. next day? Oh, no. And Marlo Thomas was there. And I'm like, wow, there seems to be some celebrities here. Why are they here for this? It was the regular price that day. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I'm like, holy mother of God, I can't afford this. I can't afford this. Oh, man. Uh, well, she turns 86 years old today, Marlo Thomas. Uh, the lovely actress Jenna Malone also turns a year older. Uh, she is a veteran of the Hunger Game films. Yes. And she goes back. She was a child actress in movies like Stepmom uh, and For the Love of the Game. And she was also in Sucker Punch. Uh, she is 39 years old today. Uh, um, Nicolette Sheridan. Desperate Housewives. She has one of the most dismissive deaths in, in TV history. <clears throat> there is a downed power cable near her car and she steps into a puddle and dies. She steps out of the car yeah, into yeah. the uh, puddle that's and it. that's it. That's gone, how they killed her. Gone. Just fried yeah. nuns. Because she was, wow. it was contract dispute. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. So you're going to die in this episode. I guess that's what happened. <laughs> a stupid way. Yeah. Uh, big birthday for her as she turns 60 years old. Uh, Michael Strahan, uh, back on Good Morning America. He was gone for like three weeks, and they said there was just kind of a family thing. They never really expanded yeah, on Yeah, I know what that was about. Uh, but yeah, they had him off for a bit, but he is back on now. Here's a guy who's missing all of his front teeth, and yet he's a top broadcaster. He's, he's not missing any teeth. Oh, he's he not? Just has a gap yeah. I misunderstood. his incisors. At a certain point, though, I mean, he can't get it fixed because he actually it's has like a piece. His, case. It's like his trademark. Yes, that's right. But he, have you seen? He is actually he has a piece that he will oh, put he in does? there. He can. He never does. No. Oh, yeah. I was going to stick up for his gap because I have a little a little bit of a gap. It's yeah. not huge like his, but um, I remember one time I was in the dentist chair and I also have like this little whatever. I had this little mark on my tooth, and so I was like, "What about this?" I was like, "Can you check this? I just want to make sure this isn't turning in you know right. to a cavity or anything." And he goes. Yes, yes. He goes, we can absolutely close that gap. And I was like, that's... 
Actually, I'm okay with my gap. He was I like, oh. He was like, yeah, yeah, it's not that bad. You don't have to deal with your deformity. What? See, that's what it was. What are you talking about? I was like, no, I'm fine with that. They call me the two for perfect teeth, perfect vagina. Leave me alone. There are a lot of things about myself and my body that bother me. That, the gap in my teeth has never bothered me. Good. It's cute. Oh, good. It's not that bad. It makes you look like one of those country girls with a jug band, you know. No, I think I think a little a little gap can be really cute. Sure. Look at yeah. Lauren Hunt. She was a uh, top level uh, yeah. model. She has a big gap. Big gap. Definitely. But I like little gap like cat. Yeah. Uh, an inch or two. Yeah. So. A little gap. It's not hideous. But, no. But no, the bigger one. Bordering yeah. on it. Then you are yeah. in uh, your, your mongoloid territory. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so she is. Uh, wait a minute. No. He. We were talking about Michael. Today. He is 52 today. Uh, actress Isabel May. Not familiar, but oh. she is from 1883. She's perfect, Preston. She's and very old. Elsa Dutton. No, she's not. She's 23 years old. Oh. She's, the, she's, she's, she's on the show oh. 1883. Oh, wow. Yeah. I one of the grand dames of theater then. Uh. Her character is the entire reason why they are where they are in Wyoming. Uh, and she looks I, like I, Jennifer I, like, Hudson, Case. You know um, what? No, no, no. Kate Hudson. Kate Hudson. Jennifer Hudson is no, a Jennifer different. Lawrence. No, uh, Jennifer Lawrence. And when I when I watched it, that's exactly what I thought. I thought I got very Jennifer Lawrence vibes from her. Yeah, I, she's pretty. I just think she is perfection. Uh, okay. Bars, yeah, mm-hmm. huh. uh, she was on. It looks like a like kind of a tween show called Alexa and Katie that was on um, Netflix, and she played for me. I, I no. looked up her IMDb and I saw that. But anyhow, uh, she is celebrating her twenty third birthday today. And then the last birthday I saw is actor Jimmy Simpson, and he's been in tons of stuff. He's forty eight years old. Uh, he was in Westworld. If you go back to the movie Debs, you remember that movie? Yes, Debs? I do. Yeah. Uh, he played one of the quote-unquote bad guys, I guess, in that. And uh, he was in the movie Loser. He was one of the a-hole friends that uh, <laughs> Jason Schwartzman went to school with. He, he also did a turn on Always Sunny. He did like eight or nine episodes yeah, as he's, Liam. He's one of the McPoyles. One of the McPoyle brothers. They're okay. like this totally messed up inbred family. And, and he, <laughs> he played a character on uh, Letterman. It was a recurring character called uh, Lyle the Intern. And he came out and his entire job was just to annoy Letterman. Really? And, and it's really well done. And he just, he's uh, unbelievably Hockey, who for a guy who's supposed to be an intern, it's, it's a great recurring bit. So on it's always sunny. He was hilarious, and we had Glenn, uh, you know, Glenn Howerton talking about how easily he could crack him up. Yes, because okay. his improvisational skills are great. Who, uh, this guy's yeah. Jimmy's uh, yeah, okay. he's hilarious uh, on the show, and he he can play a <laughs> snarky jerk yes. really, really, yes. really well. You know, he was also a villain. He was in that movie Blind Date with um, Tina Fey and um, oh, and Steve Carell. Steve Carell, yeah, really? he was one of the the bad cops who was trying to get them killed. So he is uh, forty eight today. So happy birthday, Jimmy Simpson! All right, let's see if you do indeed know the answer to the question: What's a male duck known as? Two one five. Two six three, WMMR. We will go to Ross and see if we can get an answer. Yo, Ross. Good morning, bud. Yeah, what's up, Brass? Hey, man. Just Fresh try. Bo. Yep, <laughs> Brass Bo. Bo. Hi, Ross Bo. <laughs> what is a male duck known as? It's a Drake. A Drake. <laughs> that is correct. Hang on a second. So, does that lead me to believe that a female duck is a duck? I think. Like, like a cow. <laughs> some bitch. Stuck some bitch. <laughs> well, you have a goose gander. Yeah, and goose like gander. a cow, a female, a cow is a cow, and you have a bull is the male. Right, yeah. right. So, but a duck although, or a hen. 
A uh, duck or a hen. Yeah. Hen. Not a bitch. <laughs> Not a bitch. What's a mallard? Is that a different? Is that a breed? Of a duck? mallard is a type of duck. Yeah, oh, breed right. of duck. It's they've got the, uh, the 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 ring around their neck. Okay. Yeah. Why are ballard biscuits? What are ballard biscuits? Yeah. Not for mayor. How does that have anything to do with this? They just rhyme with mallard. Okay. I don't know. I'll I mean, tell you what though. Drake's cakes. Uh, they have a picture of a duck on them. I've Some never of them heard of ballard biscuits. Ballard before. biscuits. Okay. Ba- you know. No. Know. No. But uh, maybe that was just a foster thing growing up. I love it. I do <laughs> not. Have, wait a minute. Uh, you, you do you remember it as like an ad campaign or something? Dude, listen, just a song it was, you guys it was a song that was sung in my house. I couldn't tell you if we saw it on a commercial or if I just heard my dad singing. Was it part of my My interest is peaked now. Ballard Biscuits? Yeah. All right. All right. Ballard Biscuits. Ballard Biscuits. Uh, let's yeah, see here. Case. Yeah, vintage. Yeah, it's it's a... Uh, uh, old timey. We're looking at a very old ad here for Ballard Oven Ready Biscuits. Biscuits. So Thank there you, you go. Thank you for that case. memory, man. There this, you go. <laughs> this ad campaign says, the man you love loves Ballard Biscuits. The man oh, you right. love. So you make sure you you bitch, you have this Ballard Biscuits ready when he gets home from work. Yeah. That's exactly right. Yes. What, how did a female duck get in there? I know. Yeah. That's a bitch. It's a female duck. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to start with some entertainment stories. Wayne Brady is recovering from a car accident on Sunday night involving an alleged drunk driver. And according to People Magazine, the star and the driver got into a physical altercation Whoa. following the accident. Uh, the source said Wayne is so upset about the incident with a drunk driver as a father. He was just thankful that it was not his daughter or any or anyone's child dealing with this. He kept thinking, what if it was his daughter? He shares his 20-year-old daughter, yeah. uh, his daughter, daughter. Uh, Maley, with his ex-wife, Mandy Takeda. So, he was just happy it wasn't his... My daughter's? Yes. Okay, so did I read earlier, like a week ago, that he's gay? Uh, that was a while ago. Yeah, yeah he's, it was a while he's ago. A polyamorous, I think, is what he described. It Very as. good, Steve. I yeah. believe that was the case. Yes. Okay. So the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department uh, confirmed that the outlet that uh, an accident occurred between Brady and a 51 year old male on the Pacific Coast Highway in Malibu, California. The other driver allegedly drove away before authorities arrived at the scene Son and was bitch. later arrested for hit and run battery and DUI as yeah. well. So, yeah. Man. Yeah, so he was. On that stretch of road? He had a right to be pissed off. Absolutely. Uh, speaking of car accidents, uh, Paul Walker's brother, Cody, is reflecting on his brother's legacy 10 years after he tragically died in a car crash while filming Fast and Furious 7. Uh, he said um, Paul did not realize the impact that he made on those around him. This was published in People Magazine. He said the sound guy, the prop guy, a PA, everybody over the course of these months would want to share a story about Paul. He said, referring to the those working on Walker's final film, and he tells a story about how a guy would told him who just you know was on the crew, and he said he would come over, he wouldn't go to his trailer, he would just eat with us and hang out on the curb, and you know. So we got to meet him, Y one hundred, and he was a really genuine, nice guy. Yeah, he said he treated everybody the same. It really meant a lot to hear these different stories from these people that I'd never even met before talking about these wonderful memories that they made with Paul. So it was 10 years ago, man, a decade ago that he died. That's and it was his brother who, for the, the CGI comp that they did in the, oh. in the film when he died, who actually is used to duplicate him in a car in that final sequence. Right. It's actually done very well. 
Right. Uh, speaking of done very well, and we should have some audio of this, uh, Marissa, if you wouldn't mind. Ryan Reynolds and Amy Smart celebrated the 18th anniversary of their 2005 uh, five film, Just Friends. <laughs> no. And they reunited for a, a, a sequel. You, it's a, It says commercial, actually, yeah. for Aviation American Gin. And as you would imagine, it's done very cleverly. It's done very well. Will you? I'm a f- I love that movie. I didn't see it's it. It's a junk food movie. I Amy love- Smart is wonderful. I love her. Right. I, I've had a crush on her for a long, long time. Yeah. So, so the, uh, he is this. You know, he was chubby in high school. He had a massive crush on her. He was in the friend zone with her. Yeah. He comes back. He's now a high powered um, talent agent. He's handling a musician. It was um, uh, Anna Ferris. Yeah, Uh, and uh, so she's this out-of-control pop singer, and uh, he loses weight, and he wants to win her back. And and the movie's funny. It's got a sharp sense of humor. Uh, But to see them together again was kind of cool. Yeah, so I don't know where this picks up, but uh, you think that they're doing a scene from a a, a sequel to uh, the movie, to the uh, Just Friends. Friends. And it's so obvious that she's holding a bottle of gin and talking about it, and she calls him out on it like a week. Are we doing an ad for a commercial gin here? Yeah. And so it's very funny. Hey, honey. Hi. How was work? It was not great. The bar ran out of aviation American gin. Oh, Sorry, can we cut? This, yes, yes, that yes, was yes, a yes, big yes. reaction. Well, it's been 18 years. You know, I think the characters have changed a bit. So I let's go one more time. Ready? Hey, honey. How was your day? Hold on. So this is... A stupid ad for your gin company? Well, this is a self-funded sequel predicated on a loose interpretation of IP law. So, so in effect, yes, it is an ad for my wow. American gin. Dirty. I am so, well, never work with your heroes. You're right? not my f***ing hero. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear her drop the bottle and he's like, <gasps> <gasps> he almost reacts like Bluto does right, and, yeah. uh, in Animal, uh, House. Animal House, yes. But uh, it's very, very funny. It's well done, as you might imagine. And uh, it's worth checking out. Do a search on it. Uh, and, and then at the end of it, they, they cut away. And they actually take a moment where I guess they're done wrapping up the, the ad. And he goes, Amy Smart, everybody. And you can hear the crew in the background clapping. So they had fun doing it. His, his brother in the movie, he has this <laughs> wonderful brother relationship. Did you see it, Case? Anybody I did, see but it? I don't remember it. I did oh, see it. They're constantly beating the crap out of each other and, and you know, just doing all brotherly things. Yeah. The torture you do to your brother. Uh, so uh, that one is definitely worth checking out. I, he's he's so damn smart when it comes to these ad campaigns. Gwyneth Paltrow revealed to people in an interview published on Sunday that her decision to step away from acting was heavily influenced by her becoming a mother. My mm, daughters. Um, when asked how motherhood has enhanced her career, Paltrow told the outlet, "Well, it's kind of ironic because I really stepped away from acting when Apple was born." Apple. Uh, the last time I was in every scene of a movie was when I was pregnant with her. Uh, she said, when I had her, everything felt redefined for me. And I thought, I'm not sure that I want to do this so much as a career. I definitely don't want to. Well, I'm not going to go away uh, for months on end, she had said. And Apple looks like Minnie Her. Have you seen, have you seen not, Apple? No. Yeah. Uh, is this a picture, Nick, of the two of them together? Apple. Um, no, 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 that's Mary Wigmore. I don't know who that that's is. Mary Wigmore, Mary <laughs> Wigmore. my daughter. Um, so yeah, I'm sure that uh, yeah, with those genetics, yeah, look, the pictures are up on the screen now. Oh, yeah. yeah, very much so. Yeah, yeah. so they're doing well. Uh, not doing so well though, Bruce Willis. Uh, but he made, Aww. and I was reading that the, the, the headline said Bruce Willis made a public appearance. 
And so their public appearance is somebody took pictures of him being driven around. Stop it. That's not, not a, a public, public appearance. appearance. No. I made a public appearance in the parking lot this morning. Right. Yeah. So there are images of him being driven in a black vehicle around a neighborhood in Los Angeles. And uh, uh, he wasn't seen communicating with anybody, but these are kind of making the round. He was driven around to L.A. Uh, in a neighborhood while sitting in the front passenger seat. He donned a black hoodie for the outing and didn't stop to talk to anyone. He doesn't really. The last I read, he has essentially lost the ability to use his verbal skills. Oh One gosh, thing that is kind of sweet, though, Kathy, is when he's around his family and they showed footage, it was very recent, and they were, you know, with him, and he is smiling. Uh-huh. So he's he seems happy. It, it, Preston, we are now in diehard time, the holidays. Yes. And to see, you know, Bruce Willis not that many years ago that way and to see him now is is really devastating. So my mama has dementia, yeah. and um, what, I've, what I've learned over the past, it's been less than a year now, is that the, the, the saying that you've heard before, good days and bad days, are... Totally what I'm experiencing, yes. and I would imagine it's the same thing with Bruce that they have with Bruce. When you have now, my mom doesn't have frontal temporal dementia; it's a different kind of dementia. But um, there are days when uh, it's just that person is vacant, yep. and you get the bare minimum. And then there are days where you see, oh, you're back, right? You know what I mean? So, and are you recognized on those days? I'm always recognized. You're always recognized. My, my mom doesn't have; she hasn't. She's not to the level where she doesn't know who okay. I or the people who are close to her are. It's a different kind of right. delusions and things like that. Yep, yep. So I think there are so many different versions of this affliction that it it all it's you you cope with what you're the, the hand that you're dealt. You right, know? And right. so, um, but it seems that the the ride was arranged to provide uh, Bruce with an opportunity to enjoy some fresh air, a break from the constant indoor life that a lot of times people in this condition have to deal with. Uh, it's unclear how long the ride lasted. Additionally. Uh, he appeared to have been unaccompanied by his wife Emma and daughter Tallulah. But uh, as you can imagine, the this is all weighing heavily on the family. Most recently, his daughter Tallulah opened up about her emotional pain of seeing her father struggle while also expressing her love for him. Uh, she did so by sharing a series of throwback pictures of both of them from when he still was, you know, all together. Yeah. Uh, she captioned the picture saying, uh, "Damn, uh, these photos are hitting tonight. You are my whole damn heart." And I'm I'm so proud to be your Tallulah Bell Bruce Willis. So it's just yeah. the nature of all of this that it oh. robs the person. Yeah, and that uh, it, it's, it's it's sad. Yep, it's but thankfully sad. he's got a, a loving family. Yeah, exactly. All right, so here's a follow up story, and we all knew this was BS. Snoop Dogg. <laughs> had people believing he was abandoning smoking, but as it turns out, he meant that he was going smokeless in a different way. Mm-hmm. All right, so we knew this was... Uh, some something was there. I thought it was going to be for edibles. I thought for sure. That's what I thought. But no, he's still huffing. Uh, he posted on a video on Instagram on Monday, and by huffing, I don't mean breathing yeah, paint. paint. I mean, he's smoking <laughs> yeah, sock. weed. Uh, <laughs> but much better, man. It was a video on Monday with a caption saying, I'm done with smoke, I'm going smokeless. With solo stove, oh. so he said, "I'm giving up smoke, kind of." So he says, um, uh, "I know what you're thinking, Snoop. Uh, Snoop, smoke is kind of your whole thing, but I'm done with it. Done with the coughing and my clothes smelling all sticky, icky." Uh huh. He said, "I am going smoke." Because mm-hmm. we have that sticky, icky clip. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, right. Some of that real sticky, icky, icky. Oh wait. Oh wait. 
Uh, so at that point in the video, I'm he reveals money thing. <laughs> a solo stove smokeless fire pit. So I oh. I was kind of looking at. Uh, so I have the um you know the the fire pits the the propane fire pits and I I love them they're great but I've always been sort of uh, interested in these little suckers they're cool you've seen them advertised are they wood ones or are they, they wood they are but I am not interested at all I want my smoke from a from you know? a fire pit yeah. absolutely yeah it's I'm, part of the charm I think. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, and, I'm, I'm and less a fan. This looks a little small, too. I like the big, wider, yeah. throw a whole bunch of logs in there. I like fire tables. What's yeah, that? I like fire tables. I like fire tables? Yeah, I don't so, like the idea of embers, because you usually put fire pits close to your house. And, Case, uh, and we, you the know. word is, you can, and I, I don't believe this, but these are advertised as able to be used in the house. What, these ones that yes. Snoop's talking about? Yeah, and I, I don't know, Case, uh, how confident I would be having that thing in I the wouldn't. house. I would. Well, I mean, now, listen, I just... used to put kerosene heaters in the house. That was all. Yeah, but not, there isn't an open flame. Well, kerosene heater was an open flame. Inside the container, yeah. yeah. Nick, can you look to see if a solo stove, this, this particular brand, can be used inside? I find that hard to believe. I, maybe it seems dangerous. In a fireplace. Yeah. Man, uh, you know. I don't, uh, so I'm, I'm glad we're talking about this now because I, <laughs> I I was at my Acme yesterday and on top of, because they, they sell beer and wine there now, on top of one of the beer coolers, and I, I think I have to steal this thing, it was a, a, a giant Snoop Dogg like a uh, statue that was it was uh, uh, it was for Corona. <laughs> and I was like, how am I going to be able to talk was it about like this? A, one? Like a cutout? No, like a, a statue. Stat- a statue. What the hell? We need to have this thing on the we- roof of this building. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, it wasn't that big. Oh, but it, but it was pretty big. <laughs> so he wrote. Uh, uh, according to actually to a press release, he said Solo Stove has announced that Snoop Dogg will be the official spokesman in support of the company's quest to eliminate smoke from backyards everywhere. So, President says here uh, for this approved for both indoor and outdoor use. That's insane. Each center comes with one gel fluid canister. So, I I know I wouldn't be cool with that. Maybe you can't burn the wood inside. Yeah, you could put put gravy in it. No, I mean, like it said, the gel. Yeah, so yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know. That's strange. Because, I mean, if you're burning wood, smoke has to go somewhere. Yeah. Somewhere. I don't know if there's a filter or what. I, I've not looked into this. Uh, so he said they, uh, they changed the game, and now I'm excited to spread the love and stay warm with my friends and family. Uh, lest, lest anyone uh, question his continued devotion to ganja, it was recently announced that he and Martha Stewart have partnered with Bic on Best Buds bags, which are both functional and stylish, according to the company. I like so. Here, here's a, a caveat to what we we're just talking about. It appears that the version of their solo stove that we're talking about is more like a small. Um, yeah. Okay. That you can use to maybe do marshmallows over and stuff like that. All right. Not like a huge fire pit for the living room. Yeah, where you're throwing logs yeah. in and everything. That makes yeah. more sense. Yeah. I would. That, that's that was hard to wrap my mind around. All right. Couple more things. Uh, how about this? In one of the more significant uh, new castings post SAG AFTRA strike, Superman Legacy has found its Lex Luthor with Nicholas Holt in talks to star as the classic villain. Beast. Yep. No uh, deal is done, but uh, talks are in the works since before. They have been in the works since before the strike. Warner Brothers had no comment. James Gunn is writing and directing Superman Legacy. Uh, David Cornswet will star as Tark Clark Kent and Superman, while Rachel Brosnahan is playing Lois Lane. 
uh, with the la- uh, with the duo landing the roles in June after a lengthy casting search. So I'm thinking all of those choices are good. Yeah. They're all solid choices. The guy playing Superman, he's going through the perfunctory getting jack stage. Right. He looks good. Um, and uh, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, Holt was long in contention for the role of Luthor, but it uh, but also put his hat in the ring to play Superman and was one of the finalists for that role. He could be a good Superman as yes, well. Yes, yeah, he's yeah. a good-looking dude. Uh, let's see. Deadline reports that a new installment of the Jason Bourne franchise is in early development in Universal Pictures. And uh, Edward Berger is set to direct the film. He uh, directed All Quiet on the Western Front. So if you want a more Jason Bourne, some on the way, apparently. Uh, Iman Vellani, the actor who plays Ms. Marvel in The Marvels, spoke with Yahoo Entertainment in an interview published on Monday about the movie's subpar numbers at the box office, and she said, I don't want to focus on something that's not even in my control, because what's the point? Uh, She said, that's for Bob Iger, and she said, the box office has nothing to do with me. I'm happy with the finished product, and the people that I care about enjoyed the film. It's genuinely a good time watching this movie, and that's all that we can ask for with these films. And besides, she was um, highlighted as a standout, in case you saw it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, in the series, I thought she was very charismatic. Yeah. I think she's got a good career ahead of her. Did you? So you watched the movie. Was was she a standout? Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, she wasn't. I, I don't think she was the issue that, right. I, had, that yeah. I had with the movie. I think uh, she is. Um, she's cute and she's got some funny moments. Right. And, you know, the movie uh, was just sort of so so. I thought it was so so. Yeah. Uh, and I was disappointed because uh, people that I trust said that it was a solid movie. Uh, I wouldn't necessarily go solid, but, you know. Like moist. <laughs> Ew. Cat. <laughs> well, mushy. Mushy, moist. Little mushy. Yeah. 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 All right. Deadline reports that Creed 3 producer Erin Winkler confirmed that Creed 4 is in the works during a Contenders film Los Angeles event recently. He said, we are planning to do Creed 4 right now. Do you have any rules for my daughters? We have a really good story and a really, really daughters? Really good plot. Uh, we got a little <laughs> delayed because of the strikes, but about a year from now, we're going into pre-production. Michael B. Jordan, who directed Creed 3, is yeah. set to direct this one as well. That's right. It sticks. The movie did well, but Stallone is not a part of it. He nope. believes he signed away the rights to the character years ago. Yeah. He believes now, in light of all of this, that some sort of remuneration should be made on his behalf. Yeah. He's probably right, yeah. because he's been fueling the success of this series forever. Totally. But you I know, agree. Hollywood's not known for yeah. generosity. All right, and the final story is the upcoming 14th season of Blue Bloods will be its last. The CBS police procedural starring Tom Selleck, Dion Wahlberg, or Dion, Donnie Wahlberg. Dion Warwick. Dion Warwick. What do you get when you fall in love? No, Donnie Wahlberg, uh, Will Estes, Bridget Moynihan, and Vanessa Ray will get a two-part final season consisting of 18 episodes. It's supposed to transition right into the sequel series, Blue Balls, uh, which is... uh, The first 10 will uh, air this mid-season. And that that guy, uh, my regular Saturday (laughs) Night thing, he's the star of the new Blue Balls. I didn't know. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Friday nights on CBS Blue Balls. Oh, yeah. The, the first 10 will air uh, this, <laughs> this mid-season. I gotta get some. Kicking off oh, yeah. on February 16th on CBS and Fairmount Plus. 
The second half of the season's consisting of eight episodes will debut in fall 2024. How cool is Tom Selleck? Uh, yes. Uh, CBS also oh, recently, yeah. recently announced the end of Young Sheldon as well. Uh, so Selleck said in a statement for the past 13 years, it has been an honor and a privilege to work on a show that not only celebrates men and women who protect and serve New York City, but also display the importance of family. Family. Uh, so working alongside these incredible actors, writers, producers, directors, and crew has been a dream come true, and I'm grateful to have been a part of this extraordinary group for over 275 episodes. It's told Tommy Selleck! Uh, Blue Bloods will end with a total of 293 episodes. It's a good it run, man. It's finished. Yeah. yeah. It's almost twice as long as Magnum P.I. Wow. Isn't that remarkable? No I mean, kidding. Everybody obviously knows Selleck for that. Yeah. That's where he broke, broke uh, into the showbiz. But yeah. yeah, Blue Bloods has been on for 14 seasons. I love wow. Magnum P.I., man. I, I used to, that the show was really, it was, it was not as, um, I always thought it was, oh, this is going to be just this, based on this guy is so good looking. And But it was a really well done show. Yeah. All right, we're ready to roll clips. Mike Berbiglia's latest stand-up specials film capture of his one-man show, The Old Man and the Pool, which ran on Broadway last year. And in this clip, SNL cast member Melissa Val... How do you say her last name? Via Senor. Via Senor, thank you. Talks about how Mike inspires her. Here we go. It's impacted me a lot because I I come from being an impressionist in my comedy and, and, and doing voices, but there's something about his storytelling that inspires me to like keep writing my stories. Yeah! Uh, the Old Man in the Pool is streaming on Netflix today, by the way. Remember when we used to know Mike? Yeah. yeah. He has, uh, <laughs> he just doesn't respond anymore, does he, Nick? He responds, and then he says, yeah, I'll come on. <laughs> yeah. And here's the next And then clip. that's it. Brawn, the impossible formula one story is a series based off of the story of how Ross Braun made the impossible happen, winning the world championship racing series in 2009. And here, actor Keanu Reeves talks about why he loves Formula One and why he thinks his documentary is worth it. To be able to have the generosity of so many people to share their experience of a, I don't know if there's ever been a year like in Formula One, like 2009, you know, a final financial crisis, rule changes, some new cars. It might be collapse. It might be the last year of Formula One. Like, what's going on? Yeah! Season one of Braun the Impossible Formula One <coughs> story is streaming now on Hulu, if you'd like to check that out. And there you go. In a nutshell, your entertainment people. All right, we are going to take a break. We have a lot to get to today. Tim Meadows is going to be joining us this morning. We have a big concert announcement coming up with our first Bizarre File. You would not want to miss this information. And then shortly after that, we are going to reveal the uh, Camp Out for Hunger totals, which are still coming in, by the way. Still another day or two left for you to stop by Acme and make yes. a donation if you haven't done that yet. Uh, so, But we will get what we've had so far and we'll also tell you who the winners and the incentives are on top of that. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Beautiful sunshine on the way. Enjoy it while it lasts because we got rain coming today. All right, stay put. Greetings, good citizens. With Thanksgiving upon us, the thing I most look forward to is the traditions. Be it family, friends, food, and perhaps a beverage or two. And another tradition I really enjoy is connecting with MMR listeners during my annual Welcome Home broadcast on Thanksgiving Day. So this Thursday, starting at 10 a.m. Pierre Standard Time, join me live on the air or on the MMR app wherever you are. And I'll be taking requests, dedications, and holiday wish for the MMR family coming together on Thanksgiving Day. 
And yes, I will serve up the traditional Alice's Restaurant at 10 a.m., noon, and a Pierre vinyl cut version at 2 p.m. So let's stuff our ears with great music and cheer before you stuff your face. And happy Thanksgiving from 93.3 WMMR. Uh, random text here. Nick uh, just pulled up and says, uh, hey, good morning it. Keep bringing the ha-ha today. <laughs> it says Bill Weston, boys. Pre- keep bringing the ha-ha. Uh, I, I'll need, while I'm forced to do the civic duty known as jury duty. Oh, boy. It's freezing my butt off, waiting for the train to go to Center City, Gadzooks, and Dorton. <laughs> you jabronis. Uh, love you, and that's from Rob G. Checking in. So Maybe they're night. a little more relaxed this time around, and they'll let you listen to the podcast while the trial's going on? While it's yeah, actually yeah, yeah. happening. You know, that'd be nice of I'm them. I'm sorry, what'd you say? <laughs> to do that. So, well, enjoy jury duty. It's an experience, yeah. for sure. And sometimes it's quick, and other times not so quick. So we'll see how that goes for you. All right, you know what? Uh, as we are heading towards the end of the year, more of these are going to pop up, but there are surveys that are done. And a lot of them are really dumb. Asking people, for whatever reason, questions that they would like to field through a group of them and get answers and give you the results. So we have compiled a few here, and we're going to pass them along to you. You know what you've done? What? You've made the proverbial lemonade out of lemons. We're because we get bombarded with these things that are horrible, and we would actually say, look at this. Look at this ridiculous thing. And now, here it is. It's it's something that's become a feature that I really enjoy. So here's a really stupid survey for you. Out of 1,000 U.S. adults, if you had to choose one of the following options, what would you, which would you prefer? <laughs> I'd rather be too cold. I'd rather be too hot. Or not sure. Okay. <laughs> actually, this is a uh, good yeah. one. This actually comes up fairly often. Uh, like, but yeah, but who says not sure? Not like, sure. Come on. I don't know. You're I don't an know. adult. I don't know what I like. Well, I'm thinking about it. I mean, if you Why have are you some, asking me about things I like? If you have to answer real quick, you'd be like, oh, I'd rather be too cold. Um, but if you actually had some time to think about it, I'm like, I don't really know. Because at first I was thinking I'd rather be too cold. But now... I think I'd rather be too hot because okay. when I get cold, I shiver, shiver me timbers, yeah. and I shiver like violently, and I I can't stand it. But I don't have that reaction with hot. I know what you're talking about, where, where you can't even talk because you literally yes. having uh-huh. the teeth chattering. It happened to me not that long ago. I was yeah. I woke up in the middle of the night and it was almost like man, is a fever coming on because yeah. I had the 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 <laughs> that mm-hmm. type of you know like almost couldn't even walk to right. the bathroom like yeah. a, like a the, the way they cry on the Bachelor. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> it was funny last week at the camp out for hunger. I was in the hotel and I needed to grab something out of my car. It was in my my work bag that I left right. in the car. I walked out of the the hotel. I made it about 10 steps out of the hotel and I just got hit with a shivering attack and I turned around and I said, I can't do this. <laughs> and, I was like, and I was like, like a frozen Help! Help me! What's the matter? Just come back in. I'm cold. <laughs> Make me warm! Go uh, on without me! So of, of the group here in the studio, what would you guys think? I'm going to go with too warm with Casey because I think cold is a little more miserable. I think cold is yeah, you know, yeah. You, when 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 your when your fingers and your toes and all that start to get numb, like that's yeah, that feeling is just really bad. I can take the cold better than a lot of people. Uh, as winter shorts guy, I can do that. I would say though, given my druthers and the extremes, yeah, I would agree, Preston. When you are really cold and attempting to warm up, I think of like standing on the side of like Jack Frost. Uh, you know, when we're the cold permeates whatever you're wearing, and yeah, it, and it, and it that to me Deep is cold. Yes, that is less tolerable than extreme heat. 
I am so miserable when I'm really hot. Like, if, if it's hot out and it's muggy and You've gross, just like, convinced me. Well, <laughs> I, I, like, know. I, 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 I can go feel, both ways. I always feel like if I'm cold, I'll find a way to warm up and then I'll be okay. If I'm, if I'm too hot, it's so difficult for me anyway to cool down. So I'm going to vote for I would rather be too cold than too hot. How about you, Kath? You'd rather be warm. I, I was going to say, I think, I, I think I don't know. I mean, I hate being freezing. That is, I despise it. Um, but when it is really, really hot out, I think I can accept the hot better. Right. Like, I think I'm like, okay, I'm just going to accept that I'm going to sweat and I'm going to be dripping sweat and yeah. it is what it is. Would the judging factor be how you like to sleep? Because I prefer to be colder. So, uh, you know, I, that's so, just what I was thinking. See, right. Like, for so, example, when I go camping, yeah. if I go camping and it's hot out, I cannot sleep at all. Okay. Horrible. It's horrible. Cold. I can get in the sleeping bag and I get a little snuggly. Right. And I, pull it over my head. I guess it's the, it's the, the definition of cold and hot. Like, okay. I mean, like, like dangerously cold and hot. That's a tough one to call. Right. But, like, um, it's a little chilly in here. Comfortability? I'd rather it be a little chilly than it be super hot. So you know I, what I mean? Yeah, then then in that case, I would prefer the cold to the heat. Maybe yeah, the question should be, would you rather freeze to death or uh, boil to death? Well, yeah. Oh, yeah. And because they're not, they're not saying here a, uh, you know... How would you prefer to be remedied? Would you rather be too cold that you warm up, or would you rather be too hot that you get cooled off? They're not saying that. So, you know, it's like, listen, if you you have to live with one of these, hey, for for a, 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 a period of time. The question. Listen, yeah. we made fun of the not sure option here <laughs> at the onset, and we're all falling in that territory now. But wait a minute, Marissa, would you rather be too cold or would you rather be too hot? Given a choice. Um. Rather be cold. Okay. I'm with Nick where like when I'm hot, I'm uncomfortable. I'm a little miserable. Probably don't want to talk to me. So there's no relief. You're cold, right? Uh, You're at, I don't know, a football game or a baseball game and you have to sit out there. You're no no option. No option. And so you're either going to be sitting out there for three hours cold or three hours hot. I go and find uh, cold. Uh, I said there's no relief. You're, you're not gonna. You're not gonna be able to go get a buy a coat or uh, oh, go into go into the air conditioning or whatever. Like this. This is. These are your conditions for three hours. What? I would rather be hot at an Eagles game. I think it's like it. It depends for me. If <laughs> exactly. I'm at an Eagles game, I'd rather be sweating and hot and fun. But if it's because I keep thinking like we're all finding the remedy for whatever the situation is, and that's not what the question is. Right. So, the, but the the question would be: So I'm obviously you you, you do make a point. Um, <laughs> I would say this: So sitting in, uh, out in a stadium, I'd prefer between brutally cold and brutally hot, or very hot. Let's just not say brutally. Yeah, because. I'd prefer to be hot if you sit motionless Mm -hmm. and you just kind of... Okay, you're cool, but but if you're like, like hey, I want a nice piece of fruit. Yeah. Uh, if you if you are if you are very cold, that's a whole other game. Yeah, like July baseball, Casey. Freezing. I could be sweating my ass off and enjoying every moment. I'll of be it. fine with that. And then I just because I just keep thinking about like those football games that I was at, where I was unprepared for the cold weather, and I'm like, well, tough cookies, buddy. This is what this is what happened. <laughs> hey, hey, watch it. Yeah, the snowball, Casey, was the last time I ever dressed like intentional cute because oh, no. I didn't have good boots on. I had boots that didn't really lace <clears throat> up, so the snow was getting into my boots. And then once your feet are cold, mm-hmm. you're done. I'll it's tell you, wet. globe annually, more far more people die from the cold than they do from the heat. Mm. By the way, I was I just realized some of you guys were talking about going to the games, and I I totally uh, fell into a role of father for Nick. He 
was going to one of the <laughs> Phillies games, and I said, are you taking a light jacket with you? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. It was salient advice. Because yeah. it was comfortable in the yeah. daytime. Uh-huh. Yes. We you said it was going to get chilly at night now. We, we sat outside, speaking of hot and cold, and uh, Andrea got those um, overalls that Garrett Stubbs was wearing in the, yeah. in the postseason, and uh, she wore them in and put a sweatshirt over, and she, those overalls, overalls do not breathe at all, so we get into the stadium, even though it was kind of chilly out, and she was sweating her ass off. No kidding. They were so damn warm. Those Reynolds Wrap um, blankets? I, yeah. Those things. Like that, a Mylar blanket? Like, like how the hell do those work? We tried them uh, during the show. They work. They yeah. work. They're incredible. Yeah, they don't let anything breathe. Nothing. Say, yeah. Yeah. Sweatshirt wrong? Sweat, S-H-I-T, yeah. I think, is how I dumped out on it. Oh, you did? Sweat. I've had those, though. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yes. my God. All right. Oh, yes. The sweat asses. Bring yes. that into this conversation because if you ever have to go to the porta potty and it's really, really hot out, oh. absolutely miserable. Yeah. So I'd say to this survey. Yeah. You're in a poop kiln. I'd, rather, I'd rather poop cold. Yeah. They're... Each applicable scenario might have a different outcome. Okay. Well, I apologize for putting such a difficult yeah. question. Apologize. You. But by the way, the, <laughs> the 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 results of the survey. Yeah. Fifty three percent said they'd rather be too cold. Thirty two percent said they'd rather be too hot. Fifty two fifteen percent said not sure. By the way, Kathy, I do want to get you one of those shirts that just says "Yes, I'm cold." cold. Yes. <laughs> I think that's perfect for you. All right. Next survey. In a, and these are stupid questions. They're very stupid. In a survey of 8,560 U.S. adults, the question was posed, how important is being photogenic to you? That, that ship has sailed. Very important, somewhat important, not very important, not at all important, and not sure. So, what do you guys say? Uh, not very important. How, what? How important is it to you uh, to be photogenic? Very, somewhat, not very, not at all. I think it's unfortunate <laughs> because um, we're all filmed so much of the time now, uh, especially in this job. And like, I'll, I'll find myself like camp out for hunger last week. You know, there were a couple of moments where I'm sitting behind up on the uh, on the stage, and some people took some unflattering photos of me eating or whatever. <laughs> yeah, and like, that's fine. I, that doesn't upset me. But then I see the picture of them that they send to me. I'm like, oh god, I just look absolutely terrible. So I think in the back of my mind. I kind of wish I was a little more photogenic more often. And and Steve, I took I this dis- one of you. Do you like that? No. Oh, but that's not no. that's not your fault. Okay, that's me. Looking I thought at that me. was a good shot. It is. Yes, yeah. you took a nice photo. But the subject matter is. I disgusting. know. I know what you're saying. I I avoid photo galleries at all costs. Uh-huh. Um. So I would I would like to be photogenic. Right. Uh. But I, it's not a. It's not important to me. I don't try to go out and be, well, I'm going to be very photogenic today. But I would like to be more photogenic. More oftentimes than not, I don't really care for the photos of myself. I think most people probably do. How much of that is based on perception of what you think to you look like to what the, the, oh, then you see so proof that you do not? Boy, there was a great video. It was years and years and years ago. It was online somewhere. And these people sat down with a sketch artist. And they... The, the sketch oh, artist couldn't yeah. see them. Okay. And they described to them what they felt that they themselves looked like to the sketch artist. Okay. And then they would have someone else come in that knew them. And that yeah. person would describe this person to the sketch artist. Right. And you compared the two. And the one that the fir- the person who knew them, not the actual person themselves, was much more accurate. You know, because these sketch artists can... can right, right, right. Unbelievable accuracy. 
just on your description alone can create a photograph or a a sketch of the of the person's face. And the person that was describing their own way they looked, their features were way blown out of proportion. You know, like their nose was a lot bigger than they thought it was by the way they were describing it, or their eyes were closer together and things like that. It was really, really interesting. Do you tend to think you look a little bit better than you end up looking in photos? Do I think I tend to look better? Like your perception of yourself. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't know. I'm garbing like a mother today. Why do you believe in your mind you look a little bit better than the than photos reveal? In other words, like I, I thought, maybe. Oh, I, I maybe I look good in this photo. Yeah. And then I see it, I'm like, no. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I don't know. I think, but did you ever look at a photo of yourself that you always hate, like something a picture you hated, and then you look at it and you're like years later, and you're like, why did I hate that? Kathy, there is literally one good photo of me, <laughs> and it ends up on everything that I use because you like it. it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Oh, so you use that for everything. Uh, like a uh, an avatar, avatar, or, or yeah, everything. Okay. Interesting. Yeah, we're looking at. Oh, you guys found that video. Oh, I, I definitely want to see that at some point, Marissa. Yeah, I just uh, came to a conclusion a few years ago too that photos are so fleeting. So if there's like one photo you don't like, just don't worry about it because there's just going to be another photo days later to make you feel worse. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, Steve, it really started because um, all of my friends are like over five, eight. And like, you know, when I would take photos with like my friends that are newscasters. Right. I'm like, you guys are on TV (laughs) every day. You know how to pose. You know how to stand. You're taller than me. I look short and stumpy. I was like, who cares? It's going to go on Instagram for a minute and then everybody's going to move on from it. Mm. So just don't care. All right. Don't care. I'll try to adopt that. So 16% of the survey said it's very important to uh, be photogenic. Uh, 31% said somewhat important and that was the most answered yes to question. Uh, Then 26% said not very important. 20% said not at all important and 7% said that they were not sure. Do you know any real, um, well, you know, we, we know of people that we've encountered in our lives who are all take one picture, it's got to go through the process. It's got to go through the filters. It's got to go through every oh, yeah. step before it is put up on Instagram. Or yes. Put, yeah, you know. There was somebody I watched for a while who was filtering so much. I'm like, come on. Man. Please. Please. I We're stopped. not stupid. <laughs> you know. Uh, Casey, by the way, I saw a video the other day of the dude you love that sticks his tongue out. Just a little bit of advice for you. Uh, that guy? Yes. He actually had some great advice. Really? About compar- comparing yourself to what you see on social media. And he does it in a joking way because he has right. this really funny face and it's a goopball delivery where he sticks his tongue out. It's this guy, by Just the way. Just a little bit of a reminder. Yeah, this guy. A word to the wise, yeah. if you will. <laughs> Do not worry about the worries from yesterday. Leave it in the past. Move forward with confidence. But he had really good advice about not comparing your life to these other social media. You're seeing these pictures of yeah, these beautiful true. people doing these wonderful things all the time. And I was like, I outside of laughing at his face, uh-huh. it was really good <laughs> advice. So, What's that guy's name, by the way? I don't know. Casey, do you know the account? Mm-mm, not offhand, no. All right. Um, by the way, in, in this same survey, they asked questions. Do you think that you typically look better in person or in photos? Probably in person. Probably in person than in photos? Yes, and that's not saying much. I don't know. I think you... I. <sighs> Sometimes it's dark out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Those are good days. Yeah. Uh, so when I'm in my burka, I look fantastic. 49% said in person, 13% said in photos, 23% said no difference, and 15% said not sure. I'd rather look 
a little a percentage better in person than yeah. That's why I always thought the sage advice when you're doing dating apps is to get a picture that's a little less flattering. Agreed. So that when you show up, it's like, oh, you look like such a mess in the photo. It will serve <laughs> you better, I think. Hang on, Joe's got some advice too. Hi, Joe. Morning, bud. Hey, good morning. What's up, my man? Hey, uh, I just want to share some good life pro advice for everybody I got from Reddit. So, always have your picture taken. Because 20 years from now, you're going to be like, damn, I look good back then. <laughs> <laughs> good point, yeah, yeah. You're falling apart. I like that. Good yeah. point. We're only getting worse. We're only decaying. So, just think of it like, like a bottle of wine. Take right. this picture now and you think you look bad. And, you know, in 20 years, you're going to wish you looked that bad. Yeah, exactly. All right. Uh, next survey. Survey says... And a survey of 26,000. Wow, this is a lot. 26,651 U.S. adults. When you watch a movie or TV show that you find sad, how often do you tear up or cry? Here are your options. Okay. Always, usually, sometimes, rarely, or never. Okay, there's varying degrees of I'm usually. sadness. I'm usually. I tear up so many times watching emotional movies, uh, TV shows when they when they hit them. Except for the Hallmark movies, uh, I don't really tear up in those because they're so uh, they're so telegraphed. Yeah, but I I cry watching movies more times. Oh my god! What are the percentages again? There, what is the percentage? Uh, well, the question is yes. uh, always, usually, sometimes, or rarely. Those are the options. I might, I might go if it is. I might go with usually. Okay, if, it, if that is the desired result, a little bit of tearing up. The weird time is though is if I happen to be eating at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If you've never cried and eaten (laughs) at the same time, it's a really weird experience. It is weird. And I've had it happen many times. I've got a mouthful of food (laughs) and I'm chewing and I'm (laughs) (laughs) hash is falling out. (laughs) (laughs) The dogs are below eating the food that's falling out of your mouth. I'm sometimes, I I, I rarely cry at TV shows or anything like that, but it doesn't mean that it doesn't make me sad when watching it, but I'm I'm still kind of mad at you, Preston, because I had no idea you were just i just was listening to a conversation it wasn't even directed towards me to watch lessons in chemistry and i was like okay that i i was scrolling through trying to find something to watch i'm like oh they were talking about that i'm gonna watch it well now i'm just sad every night after i watch the damn show i didn't know that's what it was there are some emotional moments in that there are some there's some heartbreaking Heartbreaking. and and then there are some poignant uh you know another type of sadness and and but there's inspiration as well i haven't gotten to that part yet I just got. You only watched one episode. No, I've watched like three, and it's sad, and it's like terrible because, like, it's true, like how women were treated back in the day. Like, I hate that. It it just yes, it all was very sad, and and I was it just I it was not what I was expecting at all. The way you were talking about it, and not giving anything away because when we talk about TV shows, we try not to give it away in case somebody in the room hasn't seen it. Um, I just was not expecting that. Great show though, isn't it? It is. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. I don't cry at TV shows very often, only because I don't watch TV shows as much that would make me cry. And so when I watch Mm. a movie, I'll watch it over and over again, and in a weird kind of way, I get to know those characters, I get to know the subtle um, scene changes, and and the writing and the acting eventually gets to me a little bit more. So if I've seen a movie a lot, and I come back to it, for example, Finding Nemo, 
I know if I watch that again, it's going to make me cry like a baby. And it's because I've seen it a dozen times. I think it would take me several watches of Lessons in Chemistry or Breaking Bad or a TV show that I love wow. for it to eventually make me cry. Can you remember? Can you? Rec- I could recall a scene. I could recall scenes in movies. And if I stop and think about it for a while, I could get some tears oh, worked sure. up. Absolutely. What about on our TV show? So it, it, it always comes like at the weirdest. Preston, you're gonna, you'll connect to this. The Christmas uh, episode before Happy Days went in front of a live audience. Fonzie. Fonzie's. man. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm talking Uh, about. A TV show can definitely do it for me. But, Nick, you're right. That's interesting that that it might take you a few times to catch the emotion on some of those. Because I've been watching watching Good Will Hunting for ages now. And the It's Not Your Fault scene. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And I did from day one. I absolutely break down when I see that, you know? Uh, there's there's about 15 separate moments in the movie Glory where I'm just oh. a puddle. Yeah. That just blows me away where you're just, you know, so emotional. And mm-hmm. it's hard to talk. I know because it's hard to talk right now about those goddamn yeah. scenes. Yeah. yeah. Y'all's the onlyest family I ever yeah. had. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, love that, the that doesn't kill you? Yeah. I love oh. the 54. Oh Jesus Christ. Yeah. Stop um, it. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, with that. you know, it's a movie that's leveled me that I, I've, it's the art of racing in the rain. Dog movies get me every goddamn time. Cat movies, you know, whorehouse movie. No, oh. best little whorehouse in Texas. <laughs> Come on, Makes man. Me no, but the, uh, the art of racing in the rain. Uh, there's a, there's a final coda. Kevin Costner's providing the voice of the dog, uh, Kathy. And, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's <laughs> tremendous. All right. Hang on. Let me get a uh, Karen. Hi, Karen. You're on the air. Good morning. Yes, good morning. So I'm so bad at crying at movies. I was watching that movie with Tom Hanks. When he lost Wilson, I was crying so hard. Yeah, I had to tell myself, oh my God, it's a ball. It's legitimately sad, it's, though, yes, Karen. It, it yeah. is ap- you have absolutely every right to cry. It is supposed to elicit tears, and it's very effective because regardless of the fact that it's just a ball, it became his friend. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And that's that. And he's losing a friend. It's okay, Karen. Yeah. <laughs> we give you a pass. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm, now I'm trying to think of something really silly that I may have cried about. Uh, oh, it's like, why am I, why am I so emotional over this? Well, I'm, I, I, I could probably, uh, there's one that, uh, that every holiday season I watch a couple of times, um, Fred Claus. Uh, well, after, that, who's in that? Movie? Is that a horrible movie, Billy Bob Thornton? No, it's no. the one with her, uh, um, Vince Vaughn. Okay, and, I never uh, saw it. Okay, he's he's yeah. Santa Claus's brother. Okay, and he's kind of a ne'er do well, but he takes over for Santa on Christmas night, and they show a scene where the uh, after the toys are all delivered, they pull this off. All the elves in the North Pole go running around this huge snow globe, yeah, and they can watch kids opening up their toys on Christmas morning. Aww. Like they okay. can see what they've done and the joy that it's bringing. Yeah. Kills me every time. Okay, I cry at happy times in movies, and so there's a point yeah. in in the the. Mu- it's remake that this song comes on and I was so happy it's just it, joyous it built to this crescendo and it made me so happy and then it's chickens right yeah, yeah. that I cried is it nostalgically wonderful for you I don't know I just got caught up in the happy emotion and the same thing happened in Madagascar 3 um, where the fireworks scene the fireworks scene where the freaking hippo comes up and let it shine and again, it what? built to this crescendo yeah, of it. just joy. Yeah, okay. yeah. Of, of, I get it. I know. I can get that when when there is when there's a a swell of yes. absolute 
joy. Yeah. No, no better word for it than that. Um, <laughs> I know. I know it's crazy. <laughs> Boy, but nothing makes me cry like um uh inside out. Oh, oh god, does that movie kill me? And and it's a I'm getting choked up thinking What's happening to us? I'm choked up thinking about it right now. <laughs> when they find that sad moments can be happy, yeah. sad and happy can can be emotions together at the same you time. Need, you need one and to you appreciate need, the other. Yes, exactly. They're, Stop it. <laughs> there is, I'm not crying. You're I'm crying. Not, you're crying. All right. We have a bunch of people calling in, and I'm yeah. not going to go through. Do we want to turn this we, into we a phone segment about movies that make you cry? I'll mention Go these. ahead. Adam says the final charge in glory. I mean, come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, Give him hell, 54th. Uh, Tony uh, says the end of Saving Private Ryan. Absolutely. Emily, Marley, and me. Come on. No question. And Tim says Nick, Rudy, when he finally got in the game. Who's the big man now? Uh, <laughs> wild man. Rudy's such a loser. Who's the wild Who's man? Who's the big wild man now? Who's the wild big man? Now, all right. Who's so anyhow, big at the same time. The total was. It says that when you, uh, how often you tear up or cry when you see uh, a movie that's uh, a movie or show that's sad. Eleven percent said always. Eighteen percent said usually. Thirty-four percent, which is the highest amount, said sometimes. Twenty-three percent said rarely, and Kathy said never. <laughs> never. <laughs> no, she uh, said, I tell you what. When I like, I start crying in the opening seconds of two thousand one, a space. Odyssey. The, wow. the, the majesty of that piece of music by Strauss. Thus spake Zarathustra, mm-hmm. and you're seeing this the eclipse, and it's just amazing. It kills me every time. Kills me. And that's not really not meant to be emotional. But that's it's so awe inspiring. Awe inspiring. Yes. Aww. All right. The majesty. Why don't we do one more? Survey says we've got big announcements coming up. By the way, watching Family Feud makes me cry. I that's I can see how it could get emotional. That Steve Harvey. He's oh my just, God! You know, that mustache hits you right in the heart. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> What's a good one to end on? So we have a variety of holiday ones. Uh, how about this one? In a survey of 2,000 adults, um, it talks about uh, people who receive up to seven gifts per year they'll never use. Uh, let me just give you the results. Here. All right, yeah. All right, 75% say they receive up to seven gifts per year they'll never use. Right. 57% said they don't want clothing purchased for them. 27% said they graciously Accept an unwanted gift. And this talks about the getting things you don't want. Yeah, so of course you're going to be gracious when you get a gift you don't want. 26%, which is pee on it, right? Right, yeah. Uh-huh. This, what is this? Yeah. What were you thinking? Uh, 26% said they donate disappointing gifts. That's a good idea. That's what I need to do. Oh, to disappoint somebody else? Well, no, I have a closet full of stuff that, that is just kind of stuff. And I've what about never that really, home beer maker? I've never really found a home for it, or and, and I just have, uh, you know, it's it's in a box in my, in my closet of just things. Things that I've received, and I'm just never going to use them. I need to donate those. I need to take them to Goodwill or something. Like that. You know what? If you can do that, whether it be Goodwill or whatever you whatever accepts that sort of stuff, you're, they can get a lot of mileage yeah. off of, a, of an unwrapped present that you receive that you don't want to use. I've received gifts that were nice gifts that I never have gotten around to using, and I carry around guilt for not using them. If that makes any sense, I agree a hundred percent. It it bums me out that I've gotten this nice thing that somebody took time and and. And, you know, especially when it came from, like, Andrea or my son or whatever, like, and I look at it, I'm like, I I wish I used this. I wish I enjoyed it more. I don't know. I I wish 
I don't want anything for Christmas this year. I, I, just, I want nothing because I don't want to carry around guilt anymore. And I, I you wow. and your damn guilt. Yeah, and and uh, just, just use it. I just want to have pancakes mm. and uh, <laughs> pancakes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm good. That's all I want. Uh, yes. What about? Um, Clothing. I, I'm I'm kind of over getting clothes for Christmas. And I, I you like, buy you as, get the clothes you need yourself. I already get them. And, yeah. and yeah. as a kid, that's what I didn't want either. Yeah. So it's funny how I've reverted, I've reverted back to that now. So Claire will get stuff that you know is is, is solid for me. Her, she knows what, what I what I uh, get, but she knows that that's really not the territory. You know, and I, I give yeah. her I give her a list of things so that we can cut right to the chase. But again. Uh, honestly, my biggest thrill is is Christmas, is being home, is is waking up, having a Christmas morning breakfast, and mm-hmm. you know, and and then uh, exchanging our millions of dollars worth of prizes. Yeah, to- yeah. Now I, I need you to be honest with me here, and don't worry about hurting my feelings. But uh, that shirt that I bought you for you last week, did you like that? I shirt? love it. Okay, I love it. He got me a shirt. I wore it at a camp out for hunger. It's it's a uh, it's a silhouette of Bender at the end of uh, yes. Breakfast oh, yeah. Club with yeah. fist in the air. Yeah, I okay. absolutely love that. But uh, there have been many times where I've had. Had, you know, say, I don't know, like my in-laws or something like that have given me a gift and I have to do, they're not in town right now. Yeah. Anyway, Kathy looks at me and I have to do the old, uh, it's a bowling ball. Right, you right, know, right. The, uh, yeah. It's a blue ball. Oh, did, you use, did you really get a bowling ball one year? No, no, no. no. Uh, but, but it's something similar, like from a Christmas story. It's from a Christmas story, right? Oh, You know what, though? It, oh, it's such use. a wonderful gesture that someone has taken the time to get you a gift. And, 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 uh, it is. And so I don't know who would say that you wouldn't willingly and, and gladly accept a present, even if it wasn't your thing. But I, yeah, I certainly so appreciate nice. the gesture. Like, it's yeah, not, and that's that's the problem is that like there's now this thing that's attached to it, and I and I more appreciate the gesture than the thing a lot of the time. Yeah. Agreed. And you just say it's just a profound tweet. This is terrible. Why yeah. did you get me? By this? the way, I'm going I'm to roll that back for a second because my my in laws now over the past several years have just given money, which is hey, uh, that's which the gift is great. on giving. Absolutely, it's they they know that I will use it to yeah. get what I want, and that's that's appreciated. And they actually they don't even have to give me money. No, they don't have to no, give me anything. Golf balls. That's all. I'll take golf balls yeah. anytime, man. Titleist specifically uh, Pro V ones. Yes. Pro V ones. Yeah. yeah. If you're gonna if if you're, you're gonna, gonna do it, if you're put gonna some gonna thought into it, purchase these. What did I say about the balls? What did I say? <laughs> you did not listen. That means you don't care. <laughs> Throw them at their face. Yeah. <sighs> you, you, what you really? Do? Bridgestones? Yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, did you get these at Costco? You, you bungee cord them to the door and then you, you put a golf tee in front of them and start driving the balls into their nuts. <laughs> That's funny because my buddy was playing with uh, Kirkland golf balls a couple weeks ago. Yeah, like, dude, I see oh, like them. Kirkland? I see them all over the place. Yeah, People do use them quite a bit, but yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Marissa's giving a thumbs up to the Kirkland golf balls. Yeah. I know they're cheap, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, if you're losing a lot of golf balls, yeah, Kirkland yeah. is the way to go. Well, Kirkland? So, yeah, yeah, the Kirkland brand. It's, really? it's a Costco brand or whatever. But I, and, and listen, I don't mind it, and I, and I lose a ton of golf balls. But I also, I don't know if I have, I don't think I've bought golf balls with my own money in the last 10 years. If you attend any sort of golf event, they give you Balls usually yeah, pretty good ones, right? Well, sometimes it just depends. Yeah, yeah. Well, Steve, I don't think it's the home decor shop that you're thinking, <laughs> and I know that's exactly what you were thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> In case remember that Kirk, everything that's made at Costco, that's sold at Costco, is made somewhere else, and yes. just in the back of Costco. Yeah. Way, on it. I was joking when I said Bridgestone. They actually make really, really good golf yeah, balls. They do. All right, so wait. If Kirkland is another brand, then what is the brand that it is masking then? That's a good question. Do not know that. Because if it's masking Callaway, uh, maybe I'll 
Yeah, 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 sure. All right, well, anyhow, so 75% of people receive up to seven gifts per year that they will not use. Uh, my my ratio is much better than um, uh, uh, the people. I, I don't get a lot of gifts You'll from use people. Most yeah, and Claire, get. Claire gets me what I've sort of asked for. Dr. Mike is is a is a world-class gift giver, mm-hmm. so he's right on the mark. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know... How many co- people do you get gifts from? Uh, Claire, Dr. Mike. Yeah, um... <laughs> so, and uh, Gifts that come to the house come to Claire. They're for her. Mm-hmm. So, her, um... So you have two people that give you gifts. Basically, yeah. Okay. Well, then, yeah. yeah then, then you definitely wouldn't have yeah, seven wouldn't gifts have that, yeah, yeah. that you don't use. In fact, they, they all have to get me more gifts so I can get up to that seven territory. Please. <laughs> you need to get at least with the average here. Uh, 57% don't want clothing. 27% graciously accept an unwanted gift. And 26% will, percent will donate. Disappointing do you, gifts. Do you lo- I love giving gifts. I, 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 I assume we all... That thrill of giving something that somebody... I'm not... Just really enjoys. I love that. Uh, no. No, I don't because because it's usually predicated on you must give gifts to someone by this right. particular day. I would rather. What if that wasn't the predicate? I would rather just hey, I saw this and I thought of you. Here yeah. you go. Not because I need to do it by d- December twenty fifth, and I better find something now. So these Kirkland it. golf balls, I thought of you. Yeah. yeah. So so uh, it, that's why. And I know you guys call me a Grinch and everything, but it it's uh, and and I know that there are people who do agree with me out there. This time of year is is stressful for me because I have a hard time um, finding things that I think will be special enough to give as a gift to someone. I understand. So, you want to really so have it have impact. And it's something I used to actually talk to my therapist about. Okay. I'm like, man, it's November. And I'm like, I, I don't, I, yeah. I, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know what to do. Uh, well, I know what to do because uh, when it comes to buying golf balls, you want to buy American, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Titleist. Titleist are made in America, whereas the Kirkland golf balls are made in China. What? There you go. There you go. Queen Dao. Queen Dao, China? Yes. But apparently they're not half, uh, half bad golf balls, Preston. They're no. modeled after... What does Xi Jinping use? Uh, he uses the Kirkland because he, okay. he believes in the Chinese uh, Costco is very good. But they're knocked <laughs> off of the, the Titleist Pro V1 is what the Kirkland are... That's what it's modeled supposed after? Supposed to be like, yeah. That's but, number one golf and uh, number one uh, ball in golf. There you go. All right, and you learn stuff, too. Huh? Like her. Yeah. All right, that's it. we got to wrap up the survey because we have an announcement coming up. It's a biggie. It is. It's a big, big biggie. So uh, you do not want to miss out on it. And shortly after that, we're going to reveal the totals that have come in for Camp Out for Hunger. I would like to remind you on top of all that, we do have a secret text. Word. No, not secret text. No. Word. We have Tattoos Day. So yes. a chance to win a yes. Preston and Steve show themed tattoo. Text the word tattoo to 3933 right now to get in on the running of it. It's a $350 gift certificate from Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. Tim Meadows is also going to be on the show today. So a bunch coming up. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay put. Hey, want to hang out with your favorite MMR DJs? Check out the events and appearances page at WMMR.com. Come say hello. Plus, you might even win some cool prizes we snuck out of the building. WMMR.com's got all the where, whens, and what they're giving away. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. 
Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Gives us bleed it out on 933 WMMO. It's it rocks. We are the President's Steve Show. Uh, this is a Tuesday morning and uh, starting off fairly calm, but we have uh, wind and rain on the way today, guaranteed. Gonna get really heavy overnight. Uh, tomorrow, not so bad. Uh, high 62, a nice bump up, and uh, we'll be sunny by the time we get to the afternoon. Thursday for Thanksgiving, 55 degrees and sunshine. Not bad at all. We have a big announcement, which we're going to give to you before the Bizarre File, but it's going to be coming up right after we get a look at traffic. Kathy, what's happening this morning? On the Schuylkill Expressway westbound, we're jammed from Bear Avenue to South Street City to Belmont. And then again at the Conshohocken Curve, two, uh, eastbound, slowing from 202 into Belmont, the boulevard to University, 95 southbound, uh, heavy from Academy all the way into the Vine, the Vine Expressway, westbound, so 95 to Broad Street, and then from the Ben Franklin Parkway to the Schuylkill Blue Route northbound, volume building between McDade Boulevard and the Media Bypass southbound, the Mid-County Tolls to the Schuylkill, and then from Media to Baltimore Pike, Pennsylvania Turnpike, westbound slows Virginia Drive to Fort Washington, and then uh, on the New Jersey Turnpike southbound at 168, there's an accident block the right lane, 55 northbound, heavy from Deptford to the 42 freeway, 42 north slows uh, from 41 to 55. Also, there's an accident in Camden, uh, Route 30 near uh, Moldy Road. Uh, watch for an accident there. This traffic report brought to you by Macy's. Join Macy's and Big Brothers, Big Sisters throughout the holiday season. Donate today when you shop Macy's stores and at Macy's.com slash purpose. And that's your traffic on 93.3 WMMR. All right, we have an announcement to make, and I am excited to tell you the news that there's a concert that's going to be taking place Tuesday, June 11th at Lincoln Financial Field. Think about what band could fill up a venue of that size. You might have an idea. Ladies and gentlemen, MMR is stoked to welcome the Rolling Stones to the lake. That is correct. And again, the date will be Tuesday, June 11th. Tickets go on sale Friday, December 1st at 10 a.m. And as you would imagine, MMR is going to have ample opportunities for you to win tickets to the show. So we are beginning something beginning this very day leading up to the on sale. It is called MMR's 13 Days of Stones. 
And this is your chance to win tickets each and every day. And what you need to do... This is such a great song. Oh, my God. This is going to be a concert where I want them to play the new stuff. MMR's 13 Days of Stones is going to work this way. You listen for the Stones song of the day. Be the 25th caller when we play it. And you win a pair of tickets. Now, how the hell do I find out what the uh, Stones song of the day is? You go to WMMR.com. We have the song of the day cheat sheet. And we'll give you the song and the hour to listen to. So we're, we're really guiding you to where this is going to be. We want you to win. All right. And you'll also learn about there's a pre-sale that's coming up Thursday, the 30th. And another chance to win tickets online as well. We're not going to give any away right now. But there will be a Stones song of the day today. It starts today. So... Go to WMMR.com right now and find out what that song is. And we'll also give you the hour that you need to listen. Like, I don't even know what it is. I haven't gone to the website yet and seen. We might no. have it this morning. Yes. I don't know. Who knows? I better check on that. Yes. After we do the Bizarre File. But, yep, they're headed back to the link. The Stones are going to tear it up on Tuesday, June 11th. Official on-sale date, Friday, December the 1st at 10 a.m. A pre-sale on Thursday. But you know, need to go to WMMR.com to get the details and to find out the song of the day and the hour to listen to for MMR's 13 Days of Stones. So I saw the Stones at the link the last time they were through. It is a near religious experience. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And so with this, with this new album, yeah. which is freaking amazing. Yeah, they're going to have a lot to play. And uh, and with the success so far, the release of Angry and yeah. uh, the ballad, which I've forgotten the name of. Uh, with, uh, with Gaga. With Gaga and Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Um, people are going to be dying to hear more of the new... The new uh, music. Is this is what she's. Uh, she's a rainbow star, Seth. I didn't realize it started like this. Uh, but Hackney Diamonds is the album that they're touring behind, and obviously a lot of. A lot of good music. Come on. I'm, ch- I'm turning it off. I'm I wanted to hear the. Dun, 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 dun. Great song. I, anyhow, uh, we're happy to announce that and just uh, stick with us for your chance to win. All right, now we can do the Bizarre Vibe. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre all right, this morning, the Bizarre File is brought to you by Helium Comedy Club, bringing the laughs to Philly for many years. Helium Comedy has the best comics of today and tomorrow, live every week. Tickets and lineup at heliumcomedy.com. By the way, we'll have Tim Meadows on later this morning because he is going to be at Helium over the weekend. We'll start with this. I can't believe it. Out of Australia, a man who stowed away beneath a double tractor trailer instead of paying for a short taxi ride home is lucky to be alive after he ended up traveling nearly 400 kilometers on metal racks suspended barely three feet off of the road. Wow. So it was a 43-year-old man believed to be under the influence of alcohol had crawled onto metal racks beneath the truck with plans to hitch a 40-kilometer ride along the New South Wales coast. So that's a lot. That is. Yeah. But he ended up on the Gold Coast. Uh, Truck driver uh, Pardeep Dia said that he was driving a Sydney Brisbane freight run and had stopped for a short nap around 1.30 a.m. on Friday. He said after a quick coffee and uh, completing his checks, he set off again at about 2.40 a.m. He said when it started to get light, I could see in my mirrors a piece of orange cloth under my trailer. Just north of Queensland, New South Wales border, uh, he 
he had found an emergency stopping bay and climbed out of his cabin to investigate when he saw was a man climbing out from the gate racks stored in the trailer's underside. Yeah, I'm never going to do that again. Mm. Mr. Diaz said he initially thought to call the police and report the stowaway, but instead he took pity on the man and he gave him some water and offered him a seat inside of the truck rather than under it to ride <laughs> further north. When the, when the conversation between the pair became hard to maintain, he revised his decision and called police from a service so station. So the guy was being uh, cantankerous? I don't know. They didn't indicate, but I think he maybe he was a little off, yeah, a tad bit or a bit touched. Yeah, I'm not really sure. you're crazy, aren't you? As a result, he got a fine of $288 and a free lift to a railway station for the trip home. The fine was for being in a part of a vehicle that was not designed to carry people or goods. But 400 kilometers, that's over 200 miles, right? Yeah, uh, 250. Right. Yeah. yeah, so that's, that's a long way. that scene way. in Cape Fear? Where he's under the yes. vehicle? Imagine yeah. doing that for 400 miles. Exactly. <laughs> a British tourist was knocked unconscious and covered in blood after being attacked by a group of Thai lap dancers fighting over customers. Oh, man. Oh, and they'll be in Thai Thai. Yeah. Jack Fitzmaurice was drinking with a girl when others became jealous at a strip club in eastern Thailand. Uh, he allegedly tried to break up the argument, but it escalated before he found himself in the middle of, a, of 20 furious women. Now being Onlookers said a Wild West type barroom <laughs> brawl erupted. With, with their Thai dance girls. With uh, punches and kicks being launched in a tangle of chrome dancing poles and stilettos. Also Tata, I like. <laughs> Thai police finally arrived to break up the fracas in the Paradise Agogo, which is an infamous party hotspot that attracts many visitors. Uh, Jack was found battered and bruised, blood pouring down his wet, his white t-shirt. He was, <laughs> that was great! Sprawled on the ground, having been knocked out before being helped to his feet to recover. He said, I'll be alright, I just want to get home to bed. Uh, Nick Hodge, a fellow Brit who was in the bar at the time, <laughs> said that uh, the fight started when the two of the girls began arguing over who had dibs on the customers. Just like an old time <laughs> Bar yeah. fight. Yeah. Uh, there was uh, hair being pulled and legs flying everywhere, and then the bar staff joined in, and it became quite nasty. The woman involved in the initial fight told police she suffered a broken lip and cuts and bruises to her face. She had said her argument was a fellow dancer and had caused an initial fracas. However, she said she did not want to press charges as she was afraid of the others involved retaliating against her. Two hand, the lights went on, and it was the final sidle on Kong Kong. Yep, and they had said, get on home. <laughs> yeah. You, got, you can't sidle on Kong Kong anymore, <laughs> but you don't have to go home. Yeah. You can't sidle on Kong Kong here. Close in Kong Kong. Oh. Uh-huh. An ex-con was arrested for indecent exposure after he was spotted uh, jerking it while riding a bicycle. That That's kind of a cool achievement. That yeah. is... Uh, How do you pull that that's, off? That's, Yo, ever heard of jerk me? That's multitasking, yes. A female witness told police that she spotted a man later identified as Timothy Graham. Timothy Graham! We know you, Tim Graham. He works here. Absolutely. I didn't know you could do that. Timothy Graham exposing his penis while riding his bicycle. On a bicycle built for two. In a parking lot south of Clearwater. Uh, Tim Graham, and I'm going to say this every time, Uh uh, was later spotted by cops, and the victim said she was 100% confident he was the man she saw pleasuring himself on the bike around 5 a.m. When Tim Graham was first contacted by police, the zipper to his pants was down. Uh, Graham claimed to have been sleeping in a park, was asked if he had engaged in the alleged lewd conduct. The defendant advised that he was in the park, the police noted. He was charged with exposure of sexual organs. Graham uh, was booked into the county jail. Taylor remains 
locked up in lieu of $150 bond on the misdemeanor count. Listen to this, though. So this guy, until earlier this year, right? he was a state prisoner, having been convicted in 2001 of attempted murder, arson, and burglary. He was sentenced to 25 years in prison. He was just released from custody six months ago. He was in prison for 22 years. He's out for six months. Banking it on a bicycle. On a bike. You could go behind, go down an alleyway. Right back behind in jail. A, the barn. Tim, Whatever. Tim Graham, I'm so disappointed. Nice. Jeez, Tim. All right. And then one last. We'll have to get together soon, by the way. One last story, and then we will wrap it up. Uh, New York State troopers were forced to stop traffic on the Taconic State Parkway on Sunday afternoon due to an encounter with a cow. The scenario played out on the police radio to the delight of many listeners tuned into the frequency. That's a very active stretch of road. It could have been an utter catastrophe. Uh, The encounter took place on both the north and southbound sides of the parkway. The trooper notified dispatch that he and a second trooper were trying to stop traffic because of a black cow in the vicinity. The dispatcher indicated they might be able to contact the owner. Moments later, the trooper was back on the air asking dispatch to have the owner expedite their response. They said to save your big black cow and get out of here. The the response to the scene, noting that they were in foot pursuit with the beast, and he had said the cow tried running me over. Wow. That's an aggressive cow. Dispatch indicated, yes, that they had spoken to the owner who had advised, quote, they are not nice cows. They are roping cows, he said. Oh. And she followed with an audible smile when she asked the trooper if he had any rope with him. Uh, the roping cows are typically used in rodeo settings. Sure. It remains unclear if the beast was taken into custody by the police or if the owner captured the wayward wanderer or not. Think about the size of a cow. Yeah. A lot of damage could be inflicted. Oh, yeah. yeah. They can kill you. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Real quick, I want to mention this. Um, we're having some issues, equipment issues, with our YouTube uh, stream. So that is not available. So those of you who are normally uh, watching and listening on YouTube, we welcome you to the airwaves of WMMR. Marissa wrote this down. Uh, the, here are the variety of ways oh, you yes. can consume WMMR on the Preston and Steve Show. Obviously, 93.3 FM. There's a WMMR app. We are also streaming on WMMR.com. And uh, when we are streaming on YouTube Live, you can check that out. And there's a daily full show podcast available around lunchtime every day, wherever you listen to podcasts. <laughs> I understand we're getting a, a uh, equipment upgrade, and that's part of the reason. So that's very for cool. For the YouTube thing? Yeah, for everything. Oh, yeah. Well, on video. All right. And there you go. Let us take a break. Come back in a second. When we return, if you just missed it, Rolling Stones, we announced a concert. I'll reiterate that information. We're also going to reveal to you uh, the total so far in our camp out for hunger. So that when we get back, stay with us. 93.3 WMMR welcomes June 11th at the link, the legendary Rolling Stones. Don't get angry with me. MMR's 13 Days of the Stones. Your shot every day to win free tickets for 13 straight days. Just listen for the Stones song of the day. And the 25th caller goes to the show. And making it easier for you to win, check out the cheat sheet at WMMR.com. Tickets on sale Friday, December 1st at 10 a.m. For ticket info and another chance to win, head to WMMR.com. Plus, next Friday at 7, it's Jackie Bam Bam's special Rolling Stones edition of You Call It Friday Night. A show where you can always get what you want. This is your chance to see the Stones live in concert from the station that's well aware. 
it's only rock and roll. And gosh darn it, we like it too. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. So, let me, you know, real quick, uh, before we do the Camp Out for Hunger uh, announcement, we did have another announcement just a few moments ago. For those of you who may have missed out on it, the Rolling Stones are coming back to town. They're playing the link. It's going to be on Tuesday, June 11th. Always love that. A nice June summertime show. Yes. And tickets will go on sale Friday, December 1st, 10 a.m. There's a pre-sale on Thursday, which you can get the information about at WMMR.com. But we start today this thing called the 13 Days of the Stones. And it's your chance to win tickets each and every day to this concert. You need to listen for the Stones song of the day and then be the 25th caller when we play it and you win a pair of tickets to it. Now, we do have a cheat sheet that is available that will tell you the song and the hour to listen for it at WMMR.com. Uh-huh. So it's going to be up to you to do just a tiny bit of work. You're being spoon-fed. Uh, yes, exactly. And so today is the... 21st, and you need to check the the list. I will say it's going to be, I'll I'll give you the hour. (laughs) Five o'clock hour today. Ah. First chance to win, all right? So make sure that you go and take a look and find out when these these songs and what these songs are and when they're going to be played. You know, it occurs to me, obviously, the legendary Rolling Stones. You must see the Rolling Stones, but if there's they're, they're on such a high. You have a legendary band like the Stones, but then to say They've just hit a massive stride with this new album that everyone loves. Mm-hmm. I think it's going to be a phenomenal concert. Yep, I agree. Uh, and then, oh, I also wanted to announce that uh, our, our YouTube stream is back up. Oh, Yay. oh, guess who fixed it? Rodney. Rodney. Of course. <laughs> Award-winning Rodney. Award-winning Rodney Bird came in and fixed it. So that is back on if you are a YouTube viewer. Or maybe you've never checked that out before. You can go and uh, take a peek at that right about now. All right. So we are ready to make an announcement. Actually, several announcements for the uh, all last week. Obviously, we did our show live from the Wells Fargo Center complex right there next to Xfinity Live for our camp. Out for Hunger, our 26th year of doing this. Uh, thanks to uh, several people, including Acme Markets, we still have a growing total that yeah. will be more added to by the time we get to the end of the month, because you can continue to go to Acme and make donations. Uh, and we will have more of that information coming in. But we are going to reveal how things have totaled up so far. Nice. And we want to thank everybody who was a part of this, and especially since we know uh, that grocery prices are at a very high, uh, you know, at, at a big mark right now. Yes, it's difficult it's to make thing, make ends meet. So we appreciate all participation on all sizes. Thank you so much. So, the President's Eve Camp Out for Hunger this year brought in 1.7 million pounds of food. Which will go to fill abundance if you would like a... Different quantification of that. That's over 878 tons of food. It includes 10 tractor trailers filled on site with food from donors. And also the 177,731 pounds from the fill-a-trunk event that took place. Oh, my God. How amazing was that? And that was way, way up. So that was wonderful and inspiring. So congratulations. 1.7 million pounds of food. That's over 878 tons. Amazing. Now, we also collected money while we were there. 
And there are still donations coming in that need to be totaled and added to this. But we would like to announce the fact that the Camp Out for Hunger this year managed to raise $948,732. In a year like this, that kind of money, that kind of food, with everything the way it is, that's pretty freaking amazing. That includes over five hundred grand donated by individuals at Acme Markets so far, because we will have more totals coming. You can still donate at your local Acme through tomorrow, and we will update the totals once we end this month. So it also includes hundreds of monetary donations made by individuals on site and the donation page at WMMR.com. I know for a fact, Preston, that you can add an additional $200 to that monetary because uh, uh, when we were doing Quizzo Night, I was selling stickers for free answers, and uh, people Venmoed me money, and I forgot that I had had that in my Venmo. Oh, so all right. I uh, submitted that last oh! night. That, so add two hundred. $100 from Quizzo, which, by the way, was a huge hit. It was. It yeah. was. I, I think That's we, coming back. Even though we haven't uh, had an official meeting yet, I think we all realize that that's probably something we'll do again next year. All right, so now we have the largest donations by businesses, groups, and organizations. We did have some prizes in conjunction uh, with this. And I, you know what I think I'm going to do? I think I'm going to start at the top and work our way down because... We know the really, really big one that we, we received. It, we was, it was given out on the air, and we know this. So I would like to announce our first place winner with a live broadcast from the Preston and Steve show once again this year, Subaru of America. Yeah. With 672,000... 704 pounds. The goats. Yeah, they are the goats. And uh, and we, we have no problem with them being a repeat offender when yeah. it comes to helping out. And not just with Camp Out for Hunger and Phil Abundance. There are so many different uh, charitable organizations that they are involved with and that you can be directly involved with when you purchase a Subaru. The whole Share the Wish program is amazing. Yeah, Share the Love. Share the Love, yeah. Yeah, they are, they are amazing. So we thank them once again. And that means, guess what? We're heading back to Subaru for the broadcast, which is fine because they have great food there, too. (laughs) We get to have for breakfast that particular day. You would think that we're rigging it, but no, they are that generous. All right, now, second place, and this is awesome as well because the one and only Pierre Robert will be doing a live broadcast from this place of business. And our winner, who came in with 293,013 pounds, Comcast. The winner, uh, Pierre, was there not that long ago for last year's second place win. He said it was awesome. Yeah. I'm going to crash it. I'm going to head down. I would like to as yeah. well. So uh, we congratulate them on their huge donation of 293,013 pounds. Second place live broadcast from Pierre Robert. All right. In our third place for largest donation by business group or organization, uh, they brought in over 100,000 pounds. To be specific, 1,808 pounds. Our good friends at Campbell's Chunky Soap. And they 
receive a $20,000 ad schedule on WMMR for all of their philanthropic efforts. So we appreciate Campbell's. Campbell's and, and the use of the uh, the can logo and all that stuff. We've had a nice partnership with those guys uh, for years. And it's Campbell's Chunky Soup, by the way, specifically. Mm-hmm. So like your, you know, if you work for a large company, it's, it's broken up into portions uh, for different departments. This is the Campbell's Chunky Soup. Yeah. Well, it's uh, a so chunky donation. We congratulate them. And then a new prize this year. Oh, All right. This is for every single business group or organization that donates. You get put into a random drawing. So this doesn't matter. You could bring in five pounds. You can bring in 5,000 pounds. You can bring in 500,000 pounds. It doesn't I love matter. This. Yeah. Everybody is all in the running for this. Uh, so this is the new random drawing prize. And the participant, the winner, will receive an in-studio visit to hang out in the President Steve show live. And we'll give them plenty of love on the air when they come back. And we would like to congratulate CJ Watson Electric. those guys in the very near future and we'll make sure that we share the love for their participation in Camp Out for Hunger. And I also need to note that the Camp Out for Hunger games where we did, you know, the can drop and, yeah. and all the other stuff, including uh, the Johnstickle course. Uh, in honor of that, we generated an additional 10,000 pounds of food from Bimbo Bakeries Bimbo. USA, and that's on top of their $10,000 donation as well. It's astonishing. Yeah. Astonishing. All the all the companies and people and individual donations. Yep. And, just uh, awe-inspiring. Yeah, and in fact, uh, they, they noted uh, the, the people who, who put all this together, you know, Eric Simon and company, he wanted me to, to mention some names here, a few of the sponsors. These are just a few of the donations, like, you know, Duncan did 1,000 pounds yeah. of coffee. Stauffer Glove and Safety brought in 24,000 pounds. Uh, Philly Pretzel Factory. These are all just big ones, so I'm going to, uh, rather than give you just the uh, uh, the totals, Whitehorse RV, uh, Wispis, uh, Live Casino, uh, Tito's, Handmade Vodka, Xfinity Live, Families Behind the Badge. They donated ten grand. That's another charity donating $10,000 yeah. to charity. Hi, Mark. Whole Care United. United Concordia Dental. They had a twenty-five thousand dollar donation. Wow! Uh, the Flyers Charities, the CDW, the Pratt Fitness Crew, Five Below, Victory Brewing Company, uh, Key Bank, Wilson Secret Sauce, Raising Canes, uh, the Hooters dropped off. Yes, they dropped the. Not only did they come by and play, they dropped off a five thousand dollar check as well. Uh, Horizon Services, uh, NRG, General Flooring, uh, the IBEW Local Three Fifty One Crew came by as well, and then we. We had all kinds of people that chimed in and, and donated uh, food and services like Dunkin' and Pepsi, uh, Lighty's, uh, Jersey Mike's, Harvest Regency Furniture, Ember Smokehouse, uh, Farina De Vida, Red Robin, uh, Star Restaurants, which LMNO, by the way, some of the best Mexican I've had. You were freaking out. Uh, Wilson Secret Sauce. We love Steve Wilson and the gang there. Deason Watson, Pick a Lily in. Pick a Lillian. Raising Cane's, Lorenzo's Pizza, and just a whole bunch, man. It was, uh, it was, and I said it at the end of the thing, uh, at the end of the whole thing when we wrapped it up. That's the best one we've ever done. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, guys, don't you wholeheartedly agree? It's amazing. As yeah. far as the execution of everything and how it went, it's by far the best one we've ever had. The vibe the whole of. week. Yeah. Just like from beginning to end, and it really started off, there was a huge donation right at the beginning on Monday, and then Monday night with food trucks and fireworks was so much fun. It just, it started strong and ended strong. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was and uh, best weather we've ever had for an entire week. Yeah, you know what? There were de- there were times where it's been really warm, little flare ups of warm, but this is nice, steady flow through the straight whole through. Week. Yeah, last yeah. last year when we did the uh, the fireworks, uh, you know, the walking away from the fireworks. Yeah, uh, that was maybe in the mid. 60s. Yeah, it was But warm. consistently, it was terrific. Again, we didn't know what we were going to get for that food trucks, fireworks, and drone show night, Monday night, which yeah. was stellar. Yeah. Unbelievable. The um, unbelievable, <laughs> the, the midway, um, everything that was, uh, you know, planned came into mm-hmm. uh, full fruition and, and people were just having a blast. Yep. Uh, so real quick, some, uh, uh, some thank yous, uh, to engineering and IT, uh, Rodney, uh, Rob Grussman, uh, Rich, uh, Ryan, um, you know, Ryan Shuttleworth, obviously, yeah. uh, Dan Kane, Don, uh, Melnick, uh, Holden, Korea Fisher, Sean Mack, Elisa Vasapolo. I'm, I know all these first names, but some of the last names I'm, you know, sure about stumbling on Amanda Cunningham, uh, um, Mike Vito, Captain Dale, Liam Hogan, uh, Will McClellan. McElwee? Sure. Yes. Yes. Nick, you taught me how to say that correctly. Yes. MC plus an I or MC plus an E, it's Mac. Uh, then you have... Uh, Will Finger do? Sean Spence, Will Finger do, uh, Karen Ryburn, oh, Julie, Julie, Jerko- Julie Jerkoff, uh, <laughs> Mark uh, Amorum. Yeah. Uh, Claude Balls, IP Daily. And then in our promotions department, uh, Eric Simon, uh, Todd DeFeo, Bill Bean, uh, Brendan uh, Petrilli, uh, Colin Newby, uh, Aaron Carty. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have Caitlin M- uh, McGeehan. That's Caitlin's last name. Uh, Sam Whelan. <laughs> uh, Lauren Silvestri. Justin Sincini. Uh, As I say Justin's last name, too. So, uh, and everybody at Newman University. Oh, it's just a whole big Those guys. Group of them. Amazing. Uh, so I'll thank them. Sean McDonald, Giovanna uh, Scuderi. Hey! Uh, Nick Capola. Hey! Uh, Alex Castells. Uh, Matt Glass. Alec Ruziak. Ru- Ruskai? 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 Ruskai. Um, yeah, Ruskai. Uh, Andrew Marshall, Allison Saravo, Rachel Straub, Catherine Forci, Patrick hey. Rudy, Sean Mack, and uh, engineering as well, Logan Fogarty, and James McDonald and Joe Clark, and everybody. There's a whole lot of people. Like, it's a massive list of people. Uh-huh. People came down. I think we'd, you know, obviously we had to pair back for the, the, the pandemic uh, years. Uh, this was a robust return. And then, again, <laughs> people, some people had only heard it on the air came down finally this year mm-hmm. and you could see them slack jawed <laughs> looking at the massiveness of it and that's what it is mm. it is a military operation personal highlights um i would think uh my probably one of my favorite moments of the week was the john stickle course john stickle worked i thought that went uh very well especially when we <laughs> when we had the the main bump in the road the entire week was when people ate the snowballs that we were going to use <laughs> oh, it was great in the in, in the game, in the contest, and Marissa comes in, she's like, we left them out, and people thought they were snacks, and they took them. And I was like, you've got to be kidding me. Are you serious? This really actually happened? Ended up being hilarious. It was great. Uh, but and we that, had backup. That was one of my favorite. Well, Chuck yeah. had to run, <laughs> and he bought these. They weren't snowballs. They were some other hostess snack yeah. uh, that we ended up using. So, I don't know. That works. What about you guys? 
Oh, geez. Um, I mean, food trucks and fireworks. It food was, trucks uh, are amazing. Yeah. Uh, I, I love that event. Uh, I You know, fireworks show, I, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, it was a straight-up finale for the entire show. Uh, so that, and just seeing everybody. And, uh, you know, I was talking to some OGs, some people who have been coming to camp out for ever and ever and ever. And, you know, they're a little sad on a, um, on a selfish level. That it's gotten so big, yeah. Uh, that you know, it's it's tougher to hang out with us, you yeah. know, for, for you know hours or you know on a Wednesday or Thursday <laughs> night. But I think that that's that's a great problem to have, and yeah. I'm really really uh, grateful for it. And you know what? Another uh, uh, highlight that I love is um, seeing all these people that have grown up, you know, right in front of my eyes. It's crazy, know? yeah. Like who are kids, or now they're adults with their own kids. When you are talking about doing this for 26 years, yeah, uh, there could I mean. It, if you're 26 years old, I mean, like you're a full blown adult, and you've yes. been coming around for for you know, and and that has happened. To hear people who are you know to quote uh, Gary Lauer, family uh, come out and, and and to see your family that way was great. To see the generosity displayed by people, the vibe for Quizzo was so cool, was so awesome. I went over and took a whole bunch of pictures, and everyone was having a really good time there. I hope uh, we bring that back next year. Right? Oh, it has to. Yeah, has I had a be. lot of fun with that, and and I thought uh, Johnny Good Times. Was was an awesome host. Yeah. Uh, so I had fun doing that. I really liked watching you guys ring the bell. I know you've done it before, but before the Sixers game, like that was a really cool moment for me just to be on the court and seeing you guys do that. And I had a ton of fun doing can drop with Darren Hatcher. Yes. Uh, yeah. That was a really good time. And then listening to Steve Ranazizi and Big J Okerson do can drop to me, that was They're just great. hilarious. Yeah. And I went old school. <clears throat> I drank every night. Uh, oh, good yeah. for you. Yes. Good for you. Yes. Now I didn't get like, you know, blind drunk no. or anything like that, but I did. Uh, I did enjoy beers and and maybe a little nip of whiskey every night. So you're having fun again. Beers. All of the people who are out, the um, you know, everybody, the just the energy in the room was very cool. Yeah, no, agreed. Uh, the the can drop probably produces the best photos that we have from camp out every every year, no matter who it is. Yeah. Do you know it was great? The um, oh. the mini hoops. Uh, yes, Mini yeah. Hoop Madness. Mini Hoop Madness was Excellent. a great new turn on that year. Casey's yeah. idea on this year, but well, uh, Casey's idea. And I'm re- again, you talk about gratitude. Like, I'm really grateful to all the news stations because normally they don't um, intermix and intertwine and intermingle yeah. and stuff. Uh, yeah, so the fact that they had all signed off, you know, like all the news directors had to sign off on that. So yeah. They are really... actually all friends, though. Yeah, yeah. 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 they are. When they go out to, like, you know, just cover a story or something, they're all at the same story. They all... They see all the same people. Oh, dude, I got a message from Jason Martinez, who is uh, who does sports over at Fox 29. He's like, what do I have to do to get a to be a part oh, of this no. thing? Oh. Wait a minute, what did he write? I can't tell. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alright, there was uh, uh, one thing that I wanted to point out that, that was a lot of fun, and we did it on the first day, and we kind of, we didn't get in trouble for it, but it was the egg uh, toss yeah, on the Pharaoh's Fury with Ricky Bow <laughs> and Mickey Morandini. <laughs> Ricky and Mickey get icky and sticky with Nikki and Dicky and Dicky. Casey yeah. was was Dicky. I thought that was hilarious. It was awesome. But what we didn't find, and I think we didn't even mention this on the air. Mm-hmm. Apparently, egg yolks are like corrosive to the paint on the no. <laughs> no idea. Right. They had to power wash. They had to power wash Let's it see. and uh, we apologize to Mike Skelly oh, for ruining a little bit of that that ride. We won't 
We won't do that again. We'll find something else to use. But I thought, I didn't even think to ask him. I'm like, man, people puke on these rides and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine they're, you know, cleaning up is no yeah. big deal. But apparently eggs are a problem. So, so they, they came out and cleaned up. But the, the <laughs> Mickey's, <laughs> they were so competitive, both Mickey and Ricky. Uh, and uh, Mickey just let the S-bombs fly. Yes. And, like, and it was hilarious. But I love those guys. Yeah. So, like, they're terrific at anything we ever involved them with. And, yeah. and so, like, to have them be a part of it is, is really cool. Yep. So, uh, thank you to everybody uh, who was a part of that, uh, either in person or maybe you just stopped by your local Acme and you made a donation that way. However you were involved, we appreciate it. And if you didn't get a chance to do it this year, and maybe if uh, if money's tight, totally get it. No big deal. We just ask for those who are able to help out to help out. Uh, we'll do it again next year. That's all it's ever been about. Yeah. And also for people, obviously we're dealing with a couple of sporting events and so on and so forth. Parking is made available oh, yeah. to us. So when you're, if you're coming down and you fear there's going to be any sort of issue at these events because you hear that they, the Sixers are playing or whatever, the Flyers, um, know that there is a, a lot and it's just right across the street. Yeah. It's right there so you're able to access us and you do get your parking for free on the if you're coming down to us, right? And uh, Press, you had mentioned that this uh, numbers are still growing, and I want to you know implore anybody that wasn't able to make it down or make a donation. And if you do have the the, the funds and the means to do so, Acme. If you want to get us over that million dollar mark, yes, uh, Acme is still taking donations at the register through yep. tomorrow. Yeah, please help if you can. All right, congratulations Yay! to everybody. Thank you all so much. It was awesome, and we'll do it again. As we said, we're going to take a break when we come back, Mr. Tim. Meadows is scheduled to join us, so stay with us. Threw out all your radios for a fancy speaker that talks back to you? Well, don't forget, you can still listen to us by saying, open MMR. You can even tell it you want to wake up to MMR, just like your grandpa's clock radio used to. Imagine that. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at Acme Swoopin' and Win Game.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
Uh, our next guest, no stranger to our program, and of course, Philadelphia. However, I must say, I think we were the ones that brought him up to the fact that uh, the Goldbergs took place in the general Philadelphia right. region. Right. He didn't quite, uh, it was just a, 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 an oversight. We were happy to share that information with him. We're happy he's going to be at Helium Comedy Club this weekend, Mr. Tim Medley. Yeah. Joins us via Zoom. Hi, Tim. Oh, he froze oh, up. He froze. And he's in a car. And he's in a car. It absolutely it froze up at that very moment, Casey. Hello. How oh, there, are you? There, there we you go. Are. Hi, Tim. Nice to see you, sir. Thanks oh. for joining us. Hi. <laughs> uh, good. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, and, you know, it's funny that you bring up the Goldberg, that, that Goldberg's fact. Um, I think. I was pretty embarrassed <laughs> as I remember it. Oh, no, you were fine. Because I usually do, I usually do a lot of research on my characters, you know. <laughs> um, but the one thing I didn't do was uh, think about where the actual show takes place. <laughs> so we found we found that was it. My fault. We found it endearing, actually. Yeah, and if yeah. your character never mentions um, it, or if it's not intrinsic to the character, yeah. then it doesn't really matter, I guess. Well, I mean, it matters what universe the characters exist in. And, and if it's in Philly, then that's where it is. <laughs> I'll tell you this. It didn't impact your performance whatsoever. In fact, it was that was a weird thing. Obviously, we, we, we know, uh, you know, Adam and, and the, the creator, you know, and, and his mom and, and the people who were behind the show. Uh, but at yeah. the end there, um, you you were there past Jeff Garland exiting the show. And they had this weird sort of dynamic where you moved in next door and they were doing all these sort of um, Tetris things to kind of keep the show going. Was that that had to be a weird experience? You've, you've been in the business for a long time. But when something like that happens, <laughs> it's got to be weird, right? That happened? Really? My character moved in next door? Right. Yeah. That seems like it would be some kind of acid trip of oh some writer. God. Imagination. Because <laughs> that didn't happen in the real, in real life. Glasscott uh, never lived next door to the Goldbergs. <laughs> he seemed to be at the front door all the time uh, and dropping by. And, yeah. yeah. And he, he was always around except for the wedding uh, on the, the show. He wasn't there for the wedding for some reason yeah uh, and i always felt i always was I'm, I'm i hold a little grudge about that like i was on the show longer than some of the other characters you know yeah. and my character wasn't invited to the wedding and he lived next door <laughs> <laughs> what i thought was what? wild too is the way they were sort of using old footage to edit um you know dad in it looked like just a bruder film yeah, yeah it was weird yeah, I think they had a bunch of outtakes of him sitting in a chair yelling, <laughs> right, yes, that is correct. <laughs> um, you and then know, they would just edit it into any film, you know, any of the shows. You know, it's awesome is to see you popping up and now Mean Girls yeah. coming out again. The big, uh, there's been so much Mean Girls stuff going on with the commercial campaign where they they brought the, uh, the originals uh, back. But now you have the musical, you're reprising your role, Principal Duval and Tina Fey, and and the the, the trailer yeah. for the movie just just exploded. It, it almost has to be an, an unbelievable bit of deja vu for you. Yeah, it is. It, it feels even bigger this time, only because we have social media and all that stuff, you know. So, like, I didn't even. I have nothing to do with any of the marketing or any of that stuff. So. When they released the trailer and then there was like a backlash because younger people felt that the it was uh, demeaning 
to them because it said it's not your mother's mean girl something like that <laughs> right and i was just like wow like just it just came out like just give it a chance yeah. before you start hating it like it was within the same day and stuff but like um you know, it's weird because now, like, I hear about it. Whereas before, when the movie was coming out, I nobody talked to me about the movie. You know, it was the girls' movie, and it was like, you know. But yeah, now it's just like everything is so in your face. It's so it's so weird. And, and but Mean Girls, that is, old man Tim Meadows. <laughs> <laughs> mean Girls is one of those movies, like you know, Austin Powers or The Three Amigos or Groundhog Day, came out. Okay. Uh, and then over time, just it marinated. It sat. People loved it. It became a part of culture. Culture and, yeah. and like a, a yearly viewing experience. Uh, and was it was it wild to sit back and, and see that type of thing happen? This thing kind of just continued to, to grow in popularity over years because sometimes movies just come and go, you know? Yeah, it is. I, I got to say, it's like being, and I've said before, it's like being in a Christmas movie. You know, or a Halloween movie or something. It's like it comes every year. And I, I we didn't go into it expecting that. You know what I mean? Like it was just going to be a teenage comedy, basically. And then, yeah, it just it, you know, I mean, I give credit to Tina Fey. Yeah. I mean, she took a book that had nothing to do with, uh, you know, high school. And, you know, it was just a bunch of facts <laughs> she turned it into a, a book, a, a movie. You know, she wrote a script from it. And, you know, it just really hit a heart, it hit the heart of a lot of, uh, you know, women, girls, men like it. It's a funny movie. If you like comedies, it's still a funny movie. But, yeah, I, I never thought I would be in a, a, a thing, a movie or project where it was like so... Uh, you know, um, supported by women and mm. it just had a big in, impact on, on women. Well, it, it's sharply written, uh, obviously. And what's funny yeah. is, though, uh, Tim, is that you have those seminal movies that, you know, Fast Times, Richmond High, Clueless, that sort of speak to a generation. But to think of this movie when it was released and to think of, you talked about social media and all that, because it's clear in this version, they, they're accommodating all of that. And all mm -hmm. what was thought to be the original vitriol of the burn book is now, you know, is now a nuclear bomb of, of, of vitriol because of social media. And it looks like the movie has a really funny take on it. But you're right. Um, it was very prescient in its take of the landscape at that time. I'm sure not having any idea what we would be in right now. Yeah. And I have to say, again, Tina and Jeff, um, like they adapted, like, I'm not, I'm a, I'm a decent writer, you know, but like, I felt like when I was reading the script and comparing it to what they did before, and I also saw, saw the musical that they just kept, they updated it. And even now, like there are references in the movie and, uh, the way things are disseminated between people and how it affects people, uh, and slang and, you know, the effect of social media, like a lot of that stuff is in there. It's like, it's written. He really did a great job of like updating it and making it for younger people again. Like, yeah, you know, um, and it's, it's going to make, and it's still the same themes though, throughout the movie. Like, 
a lot of the scenes that I'm in, we're still talking about thematically the same thing, but the lines are sort of different. Right, right. Um, so, yeah, it's a trip. You know, um, it's uh, like doing the last season of the Goldbergs. There's an yeah. actor that's not even there at the wedding and the neighbor doesn't get invited. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I wanted to talk to you because, um, you know, you, you have a long history in comedy and and you're in your you did improv with Second City in Chicago, correct? Yeah, and Improv Olympic right. in Chicago. And I didn't realize that in, in the early days of, of the Matt Foley bit, which is uh, Bob Odenkirk had, had written that, um, mm-hmm. and that you you were the main, you were basically in that with Farley all the time, correct? Like the, the mm-hmm. kid who gets lifted up and all that, you did that yeah. n- night after night. It had to be wild. Yeah. You had one of the great writers, one of the great comedians to be a, a part. Mm-hmm. What was that experience like to see him find that character that way? Well, it was a blast, man. Um, and Odenkirk said it, and it's true, which is like we got to sit, you know, two feet from every night from the uh, the greatest comedy performance in the country, you know, <laughs> right. which was watching Chris Farley do Matt Foley. And uh, the, the beautiful thing about it is that it started off as one thing. Like, if you read the original script, and I know it's out there somewhere, because he, he Odenkirk wrote it on a typewriter <laughs> and handed it to us with, like, mimeographed copies. That's wow. how long ago it was. Wow. And he wrote it from his head to his fingers. He knew exactly what the scene was going to be. But if you read the scene, it developed into something completely different. Because the the one show that one that we did on SNL was like a heightened, more energetic version of of the one that you see written for Second City. But watching him do it every night in Second City, I got to I got to watch him just go nuts every night. And like in the original script, he doesn't pick my character, the weed smoking writer, up. <laughs> He just gets in his face and goes, I'm going to move in with you. You know, I'm going to live here. We're going to be buddies. We're going to be pals. We're going to wrestle. Uh, and then he goes, I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to, and he goes, I'm going to go out to my van and get my stuff because I'm, I'm, I'm moving in with you, buddy. And then he would leave and then we all run and lock the door. Right. The <laughs> but then by the time we did that scene for six months, when he would go, I'm going to move in with you he, instead of just getting in my face. He would hug me and pick me up or he would like sit on me in on the chair and just like bear hug me or just like get right in my face. Or he would like whip his glasses off from shaking his head too hard and they would go into the audience and then he would like go into the audience and get the glasses. Like he just elevated and 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 was just literally his only thing goal was trying to make me Holly Mortel. Jill Talley and Bob Odenkirk laugh on stage. Uh, he was just trying to make us laugh. He would hike up his belt like a hundred times, <laughs> yeah. pull up his pants, and then like back up, you know, like curly from Three Stooges, and then walk towards us like he's really angry and stuff. And and I look forward to it every night. There was never a night when I, I was I was thinking like, oh god, I got we got to rush through this, you know. <laughs> 
It was hysterical, man. Oh, the guy was amazing. Awesome. And I, I say this all the time and when people ask me about him in interviews, I miss him. Yeah. I think about him every day. Oh. I miss him and I think about him every day. Sad. Tim, yeah. your body of work is so extensive and uh, you know, occasionally they'll just there's clips of you that show up on my phone because I'm I'm scrolling through Instagram and the one that comes to mind is you on the office doing the baby back ribs <laughs> with with um, <laughs> Michael Scott with Steve Steve Carell. And then like I'm just I'm sitting yeah, there yeah. watching Mandalorian and all of a sudden there's Tim Meadows in an episode of the Mandalorian and just one like I I don't know like when you do one-offs are they fun for you is it like sometimes you do these characters and you want to bring them back again what is it like for you when you're just doing a one-off in, in an episode of something that's kind of iconic like uh, uh, the Star Wars universe or the office well Star Wars or Mandalorian that was like that was a lot of pressure, you know, because it's yeah. like, well, this is, this is not, you know, an episode of Reba or something. You know, this <laughs> not is an episode like, of Reba. <laughs> yeah, this is, and I've done, I've done an episode of Reba. Okay. So, you know, <laughs> so you know. Didn't know that. Right. I know. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like Mandalorian. Uh. Um, the sets, the sets are. I'm sitting in front, like I just pulled over and the audience may not notice what I was driving, but I'm sitting in front of a normal size Wendy's yeah. restaurant. Uh-huh. <laughs> there was a screen that covered the set, which w- that showed digital a digital background of a city that was three times as big as this Wendy's that I'm sitting in. Wow. In, in front of. It was... And it was all digital, you know, and it, I'm sure it's sort of like the technology of that uh, uh, sphere in um, right. Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. They call it the volume, right? It's that it's that so that it's revolutionized how they can really do backdrops and, and put you yeah. in different universes yeah. in real time. So you, the actors, can see it happening. Yes, exactly. And so like you're you're there. And so like that was just outside of my window. Uh, of an office that I was working in, you know. Jeez. And so when when I get there and see that, I'm thinking, I better know my <laughs> friggin' lines. <laughs> not like on Reba. <laughs> you know, it's not like Reba. It's not, uh, you know, Match Game, you know, 2023. It's not like, you know, it's just it's real show business. And like, millions of dollars are are right there on the set yeah and i only got i only got one day or i got two or three days like that was literally that one scene we shot for two days and i only did one scene wow it's amazing and, it's amazing yeah man and i was just like when we were shooting it i was like yeah you want to do it again <laughs> like i did all my lines right yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to do it again from their perspective <laughs> Fuck, man, let me go home. <laughs> you know, get, put a robot in here. You know, you got robots all over the place. Use a damn robot. Robots. Yeah, um, yeah. You, you are. I, I would posit the notion that you, you are just intrinsically funny. Whenever you wrap your your head around a line, or you are even in a supporting role, um, you are. You're just a killer. Uh, the eyes always gravitate towards you. In the Dewey Cox Walk Hard, oh a God. movie, you're sensational. And then another one that is, I think, is it, Preston talked about that latency about people appreciating mm-hmm. pop star never stop never stopping you play harry duggins and i love the whole conceit of your character who you were the fourth tony that we don't know about in tony 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 oh my god you were tony and you're hilarious in that movie and it's starting Thanks. to go through that through that 
uh, reappreciation thing. It had all yeah. the signs of breaking big when it first came out, and it didn't. But now it's hitting its groove. Are, are you sensing that? Because I see clips from it, again, the barometer we all use now, popping up in 15, 20-second clips on social media. Right. Yeah, it's weird, man. It's another one, too. Yeah. Uh, and it's like Walk Hard. Walk Hard did would, did horrible business. And, uh, yeah, it's one of the things that people quote at me all the time, and people love that movie. Pop Star was like, I, I got to say, you know, was the most fun. And um, uh, they were just open to hearing ideas yeah. like, while we were shooting it. And because I'm, I'm, I was the old SNL vet to those guys, you know? And so they respect me and they like me and they were fans of my work, you know, the Lonely Island guys, Andy yeah. Samberg and Akiva and Yorma. And so if I said, hey, can I do this or whatever? They would go, yeah. And we would just improvise stuff all the time, but they would give me new stuff. And like my favorite thing in that movie, I don't know if you remember, was uh, I go, uh, I got some... I got some bad news. I got some news to tell you, but you are, but you're gonna, but you are gonna like it. And he goes, "Are you saying aren't or aren't?" <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's hilarious. I think it just cracks it. It cracks me up. But the thing was, I could not get through that line. It's like in the outtakes of that movie too. But like, and that was something that and. Yeah, Andy gave me that when, right before we started to shoot it. Like, I was just supposed to say, I got some bad news for you, and you're not going to like it. And he goes, Jane, listen, do say it like this. I got some bad news for you, and you are are going to like it. Or something like, like saying it like, you're not going to like it. Right. And he goes, and then I could not get through that line, man. I was just like, you are going to like it. And we just busted over and over. Oh. Just laughing. And then finally I said, only way I can get through stuff like that is I, I just have to do it over and over until I'm bored with it. Yeah. Okay. And then I can say it oh. like without laughing or okay. without. Yeah. Right. Damn, I love that movie, too. Uh, it's a great movie. I encourage anyone who's not you checked it out yet. And it's it's hilarious. And those Lonely Island guys are great. And uh, yeah, great. I'm glad you had a good time on that movie because so, I think that's going to hit its stride. It, it, it's definitely poised to be one of the ones that people discover. It seems to be they are. So. Uh, yeah. So Tim is going to be at uh, Helium Comedy Club this weekend, Saturday, uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And um, what, what your approach to stand up, though, how what's uh, if people have not seen you before, what what is your type of what's your style? Is it do you talk about the Hollywood stuff, or are you are you mainly observational? What's what's the stand up for you? I do. I mean, it's. I mean, basically, it's observational. It's biographical. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I talk about a lot of stuff. I, I talk about Wendy's a lot (laughs) and just how big they are and how I always, I use Wendy's as my, when I'm comparing sizes of things, you know, so man is, that's your metric. Yeah. Yes. My metric. Uh, Steve, Steve just sent me an article the other day that, that talked about Wendy's and how they used to, the old school Wendy's used to have a solarium in them. Do you remember a part of the building that would bump? out and it was all glass and you could sit and bask in the sunlight and yeah. for some reason yeah. they stopped doing that 
They stopped doing that. Probably <laughs> heating bills or heating <laughs> bills. Yeah. Um, and uh, but yeah, I do remember those. And they used used to also uh, they had a salad bar. They did. They had a, they had a food bar because you could get. We yeah. Would, we would go in there and eat all of the pasta that they had out. And yeah. Uh, just, and then Dave Thomas was like, "What the hell am I doing? Yeah. <laughs> Giving all this away." I just, I'm throwing away money. Uh -huh. yeah. Middle American, <laughs> middle American. Uh, oh, don't get me started. I got you. like a buffet. You. Um, you got yeah. thanks, Thanksgiving this week. Is that a, is that a big uh, Meadows family affair, or do you guys keep it kind of small? Uh, we well, for me now, it's a little bit different because both of my kids are live. They live in different places. Like my son is in college in New York. My other son is working in Washington, D.C. So we now, it's like, okay, we got to figure out how do we all get together and right. do something. So I think we're going to meet in Chicago. No, really? <laughs> really? That's cool. I live in Detroit. Yes. They live in two, two, three, two different other cities. So we're going to go to another city. Why not go to Philadelphia? Turkey. You're going to be there the following day anyway. And it's right in between New York and D.C. Yeah. You can show yeah, where the Goldbergs is. <laughs> That's the, yeah. That, now you're thinking, like, why don't you should be our, my wife. Right. Right. Yeah. Marry me. I think Tim just uh, yeah. proposed to yeah. you. I am uh, spoken for. So, okay, great. But no, you're right. We should just meet in Philly. That's such a genius idea. <laughs> and then they can they got see whole foods in Philly, right? Oh yeah. my God, you're, yeah. this is a foodie town. You'll, you'll get the, the, the meal of your life and you're, you're, you're beloved in this town because of your close association uh, with that final year of the Goldbergs. Going out to dinner on Thanksgiving, though, I, I waited at tables and I remember the one year I, was, I had to work on Thanksgiving. It was an Italian restaurant. They had turkey there, but my buddy showed up. He was so pissed. He did not want to be out to dinner for Thanksgiving. Giving and he he uh um what's the word I'm like? he protested okay and he just got spaghetti he's like I'm not getting turkey he's like I'm not doing it he's like I'm just that, that'll, that'll show him <laughs> one man protest yeah. yeah could have gone to Wendy's they used to have pasta to celebrate yes yes yeah, absolutely man. did you did you ever uh, work at a restaurant Tim it seems that you stereotypical people in in uh, the entertainment industry will, will work at a restaurant one time or another. Yeah, I did it before I got into the entertainment industry. I worked at a, or I guess I can say the name, a Ponderosa Steakhouse. Ponderosa, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I worked at a Ponderosa. They have you on the I grill? Started off, started off busting tables. It was like a second job that I had because I also worked at a bank during the day as a bank teller. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, I got a job at a, as a Ponderosa busting tables. <laughs> and then... I got promoted to uh, cooking steaks because I could cook them. I was, I mean, I was good. Yeah. And I was like old enough that like I knew how you how to cook steaks. You know, I wasn't like a teenager who was just like, you got to teach me how to cook steaks. <laughs> I was like, I know how to cook steaks. <laughs> you don't have to teach me anything. Get off my back. You can, I can, I can walk in here right now and start cooking steaks. You know, you put them on the fire and then you flip them over. That's pretty much it. Wait a second. You're going too fast for me. I'm writing this down. <laughs> Put it on the fire. <laughs> I used to, the Ponderosa was like, what? so one of the great dilemmas, we'd go to church on Sunday and there was a, a McDonald's, old style McDonald's, mm. uh, Tim, with the arches, more stand, and there was a, yeah. po a Ponderosa. And my dad loved Ponderosa yeah. and, the, and my brother and I loved McDonald's. And it was always the big <laughs> battle. But yeah, I don't, are there Ponderosas even around anymore? No. Not that I know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. 
I I would be a spokesperson for them <laughs> if they were around. After like, Wendy's. Yeah. I don't know if the ponderosas <laughs> yeah. that you guys are talking about are the ones that we had around here. We had one. Uh, it was basically a, like a buffet. It's like a golden corral. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. It's okay. similar okay. similar sort yeah. of situation. They put and, and they put the little number. You take the number. They take it to your table and they'd bring you the, the food if they were cooking something for you. Yeah. yeah. But um, right. except I, it smelled like steak when you walked in. You know, not yeah. like a golden corral. <laughs> it smelled like you you were in uh, a steakhouse. Right. Are, are your grilling chops still up to speed? Do you do you do that every now and then? Yeah, I do. Like especially during the summer, I I turned my son into a vegetarian one summer because I was cooking meat so much. <laughs> wow. In the fall, in the fall, he was like, "I am, I don't ever want to eat meat again. I'm sick of eating meat." <laughs> and I was like, "All right, well, you know." I guess I did a good thing. Right? <laughs> yes, grilling every day. Uh, Absolutely, but I do. I can. I can, I do. I. I was grilling it up, but I've taken a break now because I've been traveling, touring so much. Yeah. Um, so like, yeah. Today I'm like, I want to go grocery shopping just so I can uh, make food at home. So you, you, you you're you're in Detroit I'm now? in front of a Wendy's. Oh yeah. <laughs> I bet I'm sitting in front of a Wendy's, so I'm going to probably go in here and order a burger. That Baconator's um, calling you, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. She's waving at me from the drive through window right now. I'm like, come I, over here. I had Ooh. never been to Michigan, and then I was just there uh, about a month and a half ago right. for, for a long weekend, and I went to this place called Hopcat. Have you been to a place called Hopcat yet? I know Hopcat, yeah. Okay. It's in, the, it's in Corktown, I think. Well, the one I went to was in Ann Arbor, but uh, it was oh, okay. the best French fries I have ever had <laughs> in my entire existence. I don't know if you're a French fry guy or not, but if you I are. I love fries. Okay. Go to Hopcat. Try some of the fries. <laughs> I think they got a Hopcat closer to me that I can go to. And, go. Um, but I'm not, because I feel like I just saw a sign for it just recently. Um, but yeah, I'll try that. Yeah, we got great places. Yeah, I moved here. To, I moved back to Detroit about five years ago, and uh, I I love it here. It's been really cool. Yeah, yeah, nice. and, and it, it is really cool too. <laughs> You're all bundled up. <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's part of the deal. So you know, but it, yeah. it, it's, it is. Detroit gets a lot of crap. But there's a lot to Wait recommend Detroit. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, listen. So <laughs> there's, there's a still, lot to recommend I've Detroit. Never been there. Well, yeah. me, well, me neither until this uh, past uh, couple uh, month ago or whatever. I loved Michigan. I loved the entire yeah. state because I drove all over that little mitten. And uh, I yeah. just, I really loved it. I thought that Michigan has a lot to offer. And for some reason, yeah. whenever I thought of Detroit, I would think of like RoboCop. That's probably a bad image. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It's yeah. probably yeah. a bad way to frame Detroit. <laughs> some people think of the temptations and the four tops <laughs> and the RoboCop. It's a two, two schools of thought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but it's not, it, it, it's not like RoboCop here, even no. though, um, you know, you would think it is. It's gotten, it's really, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a booster. I'm yeah. definitely, I like, I moved back here. It's still a little edgy some places. Low edgy some places. <laughs> That's an understatement to be sure. It's a little edgy some places. That should be the that should be our motto. It's a little edgy some places. Were you Tim? Were you doing the, the conscious? Just kind of because you can do it these days. Sort of. You don't have to be L.A. or you don't have to be New York. You know, you can you can conduct a career and be out of the um, you know be in a place that you really want to be in. Is was that the decision? Yeah. That was that was the part that was the main thing. The the bigger thing that was made me decide was both of my kids were 
adults. And yeah. I was like, okay, I don't have to live in Chicago. I can live anywhere I want to live. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to move to Detroit. Because <laughs> you know? um, so it's a little edgy. I, I was like, it's, it's edgy. It's a little edgy in some places. <laughs> but um, my sister, I have family here. Yeah. And so it's been great. Like I'm having lunch with my brother and sister today. Oh, yeah. And, and my sister's flying to England. So we're going to hang out and have a little brunch before she goes. And, you know, like, yeah, these are the things that I wasn't able to do when I was at SNL or living in L.A., you know. And yeah. Those are the things that matter. Know, me. Yeah, those are the things it that does. matter. Yeah, in life. Love- Especially around Thanksgiving, you want to be with family and having that ability to do that is, is wonderful. We're happy to know that you're going to be around family. Yeah, or I'll be, maybe I'll be there in Philly yeah. uh, at uh, Beverly Goldberg's. Uh, <laughs> yeah. With my kids for Thanksgiving. But she moved to Florida now. So. But next year, think about having the kids. Yeah, you guys meet in Philly. You do Helium Comedy Club. It'll be perfect. You'll get the yeah. Thanksgiving. Yeah. You can hang out with us. We're family. Yeah, we're yeah. like family now. Wow. Wow. You're turkeys. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, I haven't heard that since Bob Bob Black Sheep. <laughs> Well, you called Detroit, uh, you know, RoboCop town. <laughs> right, right. Sorry about that. No, it's all good, Tim. No, we're uh, we're happy all that right. you're coming through town. So the shows are going to be at Helium Comedy Club, 7.30 and 10 p.m. on Friday and Saturday, and then a 7 o'clock show on Sunday. So get those tickets. Yes. They will sell out. You go to heliumcomedy.com. We're huge fans, Tim. It is great to talk to you again. Thank you. Thanks for coming on this morning. Have a great Thanksgiving, too, okay? All right. I wish all his interviews were like this. This is fun. Thank you, guys. Appreciate oh, it, man. All right, Tim yeah. Meadows, everybody. Yeah. Love that man. He he cracks me the hell up. He's, <laughs> he's great. I mean, he's just so good in his stuff. I mean, I didn't want to. I didn't want to continue, you know, going down memory lane about his uh, his movies because I'm sure he gets a little tired of doing that from time to time. But walk hard, Jesus. Dewey Cox. You don't want to do that movie. Dewey leave. You don't want to do this. And he is he's throughout the entire yeah. movie. He is he is with he is with Dewey Cox, who's uh, John C. Riley's character through the whole movie. You never bought cocaine. And <laughs> my favorite part though. Is when he he's finally they're older and he starts yeah. talking about Viagra. You yeah. don't want any don't part want of it. this, man. <laughs> oh, it does. <laughs> you can get an erection anytime. You, you don't want to have do- sex all the time. You don't want any part of this, Dewey. <laughs> I think I want to try me some cocaine. Some cocaine. <laughs> that movie. It's it's just there are so many. You know, it's just a deprived one of those comedies where yeah. everything just is so wrong. There is the crazy full frontal nudity, male full frontal right nudity. in front of his face. It's like yeah. two inches from yeah. John C. Riley's face. It is when he's talking to his wife, oh. uh, you know, who is uh, 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 Kristen um, from SNL. Oh, Kristen Wiig. Wig. Yeah. Uh, and she's back there. Uh, it's 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 hilarious, and that's you know that's Judd Apatow. That's that whole collective. Yes, uh, did that great movie. So many great cameos in it, like with with Jack Black and Paul Rudd and uh, uh, and <laughs> Eddie Vedder. Eddie Vedder yeah. and and the, uh, Pierre played a clip the other day. He was playing Bob Dylan. Yeah. Oh, did he play and, that? And clip? he played the you know what the, the mouse with the overbody daydreams and it's so funny. Well, that's Tim Meadows, right? That says, what the hell is this song about? No, no, it's the... Um, or is it the, it's Chris Parnell? It's the, one of the other guys uh, who is also very funny, a character actor. Uh, but right right next to him, he's standing right next to him when he says it. Killed the, the wrong son. <laughs> All the time. He killed the wrong son. That's a great movie. You owe it to yourself if you haven't seen that. All right. With all that, we should take a quick break and come back in a second. We'll get some bizarre file stories. So we will uh, return with that and hang out for a moment or two, gang. 
Greetings, good citizens. With Thanksgiving upon us, the thing I most look forward to is the traditions. Be it family, friends, food, and perhaps a beverage or two. And another tradition I really enjoy is connecting with MMR listeners during my annual Welcome Home broadcast on Thanksgiving Day. So this Thursday, starting at 10 a.m. Pierre Standard Time, join me live on the air or on the MMR app wherever you are, and I'll be taking requests, dedications, and holiday wishes for the MMR family coming together on Thanksgiving Day. And yes, I will serve up the traditional Alice's Restaurant at 10 a.m., noon, and a Pierre vinyl cut version at 2 p.m. So let's stuff our ears with great music and cheer before you stuff your face. And happy Thanksgiving from 93.3 WMMR. Oh, what's what's happening? Happening? You're fingering the console. What's going on? What's happening? <laughs> Are you? I was playing around <laughs> over here, and I did a, a little rude gesture, and I glanced over, and Marissa was looking oh. at me. Really? What was it? I was doing like I can't oh, explain. You were it all doing the, uh, the 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 man flip. the man the man and in the, the boat, boat stimu- stimulation. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, Marissa saw that and she kind of giggled and then she bought up her phone and wanted a video. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Me doing that. So and then it, Casey, it caught his attention yeah. the second time. Yeah, that's all. We played. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that the Wait cheese machine? That's the that's the pizza sauce. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a great one. That's the sound it makes when they're putting the sauce yeah, on. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you got to go and check it out. You've never I do. seen. I've never been. Yeah. I, I apologize. I've now. I've had a place down at the shore. Yeah. Nary a stone's throw from the Wildwood Boardwalk, and I have not been by there to see that yet. Yeah, so that would be at Max Pizza. That's your pizza, right, down there? That is, yeah. I mean, there's a contention, right? My wife is a Sam's Pizza Palace uh, person. Okay. I'm a Max person. Because I, right. I, I started going to Mac and Manco at, uh, in Ocean City, and Max is the Mac of Mac and Manco. So it's the same pizza. All right. It's damn right. good. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I, I, I wanted to mention this. Uh, a shout out uh, a friend of mine. Uh, his wife is celebrating her 40th birthday. So oh. a shout out to Megan Stryker. Megan Stryker. 40 years old today. Yes. Uh, I like that old bit in uh, the airplane movie. Stryker, Stryker, Stryker. And he turns around and punches the woman in the face. Back when <laughs> you could do that. Yeah, yeah. You punch a woman in the face. <laughs> on, so in a if it's a joke. Yes, if it's yeah. a joke. All right. So anyhow, happy uh, birthday to Megan in her 40th. All right. Uh, bizarre file. Here we go. Bizarre. WMMR. Presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Fight. Brought to you this morning by Horizon Services. The holiday season means plenty of plumbing problems, and Horizon Services has you covered with 20% off all plumbing repairs. Plus, Horizon's pros offer peace of mind with same-day plumbing services. You can visit horizonservices.com for information. Heavy metal did not stop orcas from rocking the boat. In the wake of orcas seeming to attack boats around Portugal and Spain, sailors are turning to an unorthodox tactic in order to attempt to deter them. One piece of advice going around is to blast heavy metal music underwater to keep orcas away. Wow, so to throw them off sonically. But a marine mammal researcher warns this is a bad idea. And and one crew seems to... One seems to have learned this the hard way. Uh, Florian Rush 
who was caption, uh, captaining a uh, catamaran that was crossing the Strait of Gibraltar told the New York Times that his crew tried to use a special metal for orcas playlist <laughs> that they hoped would keep the large predators what away. What would you expect to pay for that amazing record package? <laughs> but that method did not work at all. The orcas went for the vessel's rudder, making it impossible to steer. All crew members were ultimately rescued and Spanish authorities towed the catamaran back to shore. This is crazy. So this is happening primarily off uh-huh. All right. Wow. Um, I mean, orcas are already kind of metal, don't you think? They're I think dressed they are. in all black. Uh, for a little while, yeah. they, were, they were a little fair. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, using loud music as an attempt to deter may backfire and harm, Indigo girls. And harm orcas along with uh, other ocean life. Uh, uh, loud music, uh, I'm sorry, music loud enough to simply make orcas turn around would be so loud that it would cause pain and likely damage to their hearing, not to mention causes issues for their their fellow sea creatures. Wow. Um, they said that uh, continuous orca attacks on boats in the region have been uh, reported since 2020 with dozens of incidents and at least three boats totally sinking. Uh, there have been no reports of any people being killed in the attacks, though. Police say a woman is facing a child endangerment charge after her toddler found a gun in her purse and accidentally fired it in a southern Ohio Walmart store last week. The... Police said that the woman told officers who responded that they, the two-year-old boy took her Taurus 9mm firearm from her purse and it went off. Here, play with mommy's purse. Uh, play, police said the bullet went into the ceiling of the store and the child was left with a minor injury into his forehead due to contact with the magazine. Is that a Walmart? Uh, it was at a Walmart. Yeah. Probably not the only time a gun was discharged. I don't think many people noticed. Uh, <laughs> people said that the woman, whose name wasn't released... Yeah, was he's take- back there next to the baby that's smoking. Take it because they get charged with endangering children. Uh, the boy was released to the child of or to the care of a guardian and was taken to an urgent facility. Police in a statement said such incidents underscore the need for heightened awareness and safety measures. Police searching for a subject who, they said, stole a Miami-Dade transit bus in downtown Miami before abandoning it in the middle of traffic. Wow. The driver of the bus took a break uh, in the area of the Stephen Clark Government Center. Investigators said the subject got into the vehicle and drove off. Police said the bus was abandoned on an Interstate 95 off-ramp across from a Whole Foods. Cameras captured the bus, blocking one eastbound lane of traffic, causing some congestion in the heart of the downtown area. Detectives said that officers searched for the subject inside of the Whole Foods, but did not locate the individual, and they have no further details. Like, the guy has gotten away with it. It would take balls to steal, steal a, bus, a, city a bus city bus and try and get away with it. And this guy apparently did so far. I was thinking about randomly as I was falling asleep last night. Uh, the guy that stole the tank. Remember that story? Yeah. He was, like, driving down the street. And yep. he stole it from, like, it was a National Guard Depot or whatever. It was years ago. Yeah. It was yeah. made into a movie. It, how... How did that happen in the first place? Like, that he was able to get the keys and work his way through military? Do you remember this story, Preston? Yeah, he, was, oh. he, was, he stole this tank. It was, it was actually on the front lawn of the, yeah. of the, the like uh, National Guard. or something? Yeah, yeah. National Guard. No kidding. No. Started, uh, I think, so let me ask you, on, on your average um, city bus, like something similar to what this guy stole, are they all automatic now? Or are they... St- yeah, yeah. I, you don't see any sticks and wow. any, any I can see how. type of thing like that anymore. But uh, yeah, Nick had pulled up uh, uh, the, the documentary, The American Tank Rampage. Yep. 
San Diego neighborhood terrorized by American vet during stolen tank. That was in 1995 when that happened. I remember the other story when the guy had uh, rigged up his bulldozer yes. to destroy yeah. most of a town in Colorado. That guy died. Yes, he, shot, he right? suffocated oh, oh, inside. Oh. Wow. He had oxygen tanks and all this stuff. Oh, he, had, wow. he had sealed it up. He had made it like like a rolling death, like the yeah. death mobile. Yeah, he was yeah. he was planning on on probably not coming out. I think he died of suffocation, Nick. I'll have to look that up again. Embarrassment. Yeah, and and, and yeah. complete embarrassment. <laughs> All right. Let me see what else I have here for you. How about this? Is a, this is a nice story, okay? Uh, in Houston, this happened last week. A man risked his life to pull an injured officer to safety during a gun battle on the Southwest Freeway Saturday, uh, last Saturday morning. Police said the 29-year-old officer was shot in the leg and is expected to fully recover. Chief Troy Finner is credited that one good to one good Samaritan. John Lally was wearing a body camera uh, went and captured it all. The video shows bullets flying past him as he dragged the injured officer across the freeway and behind a truck. Yeah, it's amazing. Lally said he feels that he was put in the right place at the right time to save that officer. He said, I just kind of ran over there. I grabbed the guy with the other police officer. Me and him together, we grabbed him by the vest so that he wouldn't get shot again. Lally stayed with the wounded officer, trying his best to provide some comfort as they waited for paramedics to arrive. Uh, Lally can be heard saying in the video, it's just your leg, it's your leg. Do you hear me? Just squeeze my hand as tight as you have to. Don't worry, I'm here with you. Uh, Finner said in a press conference Saturday afternoon that this is a prime example of people coming together for the greater good. And he, sta- he said about the guy, he goes, uh, he, he has had trouble with the law enforcement in his life, but it, Saturday, he and a few other citizens, along with other officers, uh, when that officer went down, they pulled him out to safety, and I want to celebrate that. Apparently, the dude had been arrested a bunch of times. He was in jail, yeah. yeah so. and, and, um, but, I mean, he stepped up when he needed to be uh, yep. there. I mean, he was, was just helping out another person. Yeah. Uh, the police chief said the department will take uh, the time to formally thank and acknowledge him in that. And there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. The guy was uh, named Mart. I'm sorry, Marvin. The, wait, the bulldozer guy yeah, or the Marvin, tank guy? Uh, Marvin Hemeyer was the bulldozer, bulldozer guy, and he went by Killdozer. Killdozer was a movie, a made-for-TV movie years ago about wow. a, a a bulldozer, Nick, that had a meteorite that had some sort of alien intelligence in it, and it took over the bulldozer. Well, I guess it was an he, incredible story. They gave the the nickname to this guy as well okay. when he was, and he, this happened in June of 2004, and he died uh, from a self inflicted gunshot. Do they say whether or not he had seen the movie? Uh, No. And by the way, it was over some kind of weird land dispute with other people next to him that he just... He went berserk. Yeah, they called it the Killdozer Rampage, and um, it was in Grand Lake, Colorado, which I've been to before. It's it's in Granby, Colorado. It's on the uh, west side of the Rocky Mountains, not too far from Rocky Mountain National Park. Is this the one where people were buying uh, the land around him, and he was starting to get pissed off because they wanted his land? Something like that, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, Is there there a documentary about this? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he wanted the land so that his his Killdozer could roam free. Yeah. Mm Yeah. Go play, Killdozer. He wanted a free-range Killdozer. Yeah. All right, well, I'm glad we got to all that. But I now have something else I think you will appreciate. I have a pair of tickets for the number one rated Birds Home Tailgate Wow! for Sunday at Live Casino before the Birds Battle Buffalo. And it's a Philly Sports Trips tailgate party. And uh, top shelf, all-you-can-eat food and drink. Uh, E-Rock is your DJ. Hollis Thomas will be your Birds Ambassador. And Philly Sports Trips as your host. You can visit phillysportstrips.com to grab your spot. If you are at least 21 years of age and you're calling number 22, we will set you up with this now. 215-263-WMMR. All you got to do is come and get it. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a second. Hang out. 
Is your phone an app hole? You know, full of useless apps taking up space? Well, get rid of them and get the WMMR app. You can listen to us wherever you go, get important alerts, and so much more. Because, after all, the world needs less app holes. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Winning Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopingAndWinningGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, we made an announcement earlier this morning about uh, the Rolling Stones coming to town. I'll reiterate that info. We have music news coming up in just a sec. And it comes with it uh, details on how you could possibly win tickets to said Rolling Stones show. So just uh, stick around. You'll get the info here in a moment. In the meantime, we're going to do something else. I'm not giving away tickets now. I see the phone lines lighting up. No, we are not doing that now. <laughs> We are doing something totally different now. We're going to do today's lesson question, uh, giving away a pair of tickets to see Tom Segura. Yeah. That's going to be on Friday, February 2nd at Hard Rock Hotel Casino in Atlantic City. The question that I pose to you is, according to our question, our stupid question, a male duck is called the Drake, but according to Steve, what do you call a female duck? (laughs) (laughs) 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. So we're going all the way back to stupid question time. According to our stupid question, a male duck is called a drake. But according to Steve, what do you call a female duck? 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Sports and Social. You can experience the ultimate football party at Sports and Social and Live Casino and Hotel Philly. Cheer on the birds with ticket giveaways and Sign merch, halftime contest, Bud Light Towers, free concession snacks and face painting, and more. Let's see what's up this morning. Steve, what do you have for us? Well, Joe Jonas showing off a new chest tattoo, which he says is a tribute to his daughters, Willa and Delphine. Apparently, Willa's nickname is D's and Delphine's is Nuts. Kmart, this is a true story, Kmart Australia pulling a holiday bag touting the joys of Christmas ham that it inadvertently read Mary Hamas or Hamas. The Australian chain also later apologized for their official, uh, their artificial citrus vitamin replacement called Not C. And finally, Chuck E. Cheese, this is sad, announcing it's getting rid of the animatronic Munch's make-believe band in favor of live entertainers. The popular family chain is a statement saying children naturally love watching frustrated singers and dancers who are reduced to performing a Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> and that's your <laughs>
Let us go to the phones and see if someone does indeed know the answer to the question today. Uh, we want to find out, well, according to our super question, a male duck is called the Drake. According to Steve, what is a female duck called? We will go to Patty and see if we can get the answer. Hi there, Patty. Hello. All right, Patty. So according to Steve, what is a female duck called? <laughs> that would be a bit. A bit. A bit. <laughs> That is correct. We want you to hang on, Patty. We're going to set you up. You got yourself something to see. Tom Segura, Friday, February 2nd at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Tickets for both the February 2nd and 3rd shows are available now at HardRockHotelAtlanticCity.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you this morning by Family and Company Jewelers. You can save big at the passing of the torch sale, November 27th through December 2nd. Watches for him, diamond studs for her, and yes, even engagement rings will be on sale. FamilyJewelers.com. All right, we'll start with the big one. The Rolling Stones are returning to Philadelphia Tuesday, June 11th at Lincoln Financial Field. They will be performing. Uh, tickets will go on sale Friday, December 1st. That's at 10 a.m. And we will begin today what we are calling MMR's 13 Days of the Stones. This starts today. It will start in the 5 o'clock hour. You listen for the Stone song of the day to be the 25th caller when we play it. And then you win a pair of tickets to go to the show. It's a pretty sweet deal. I, I love this, especially because this new album is so good. The yeah. songs are amazing. Yep. So if you want to find out what the songs are, even the hour at which the song will be played... You can go to WMMR.com and do that. Now, with the on sale on Friday, December 1st, the day before Thursday, November 11th, there is a pre-sale that is taking place. You can get that information at WMMR.com as well as another chance to win tickets online. So the bottom line is, go to WMMR.com, get the details, find out the information. Have you ever seen them? I've never seen the Rolling Stones. Oh, so I, I made sure that I saw them the last time they were through and they, again, they did, I don't think they were supporting a new album. They were just on tour, okay. yep. uh, the excitement over this, the energy that they display when you see them interviewed now, I think you're going to get them at the top of their game. I should probably do it, but man, it's on a Tuesday. I know, I know. But, you know what, maybe I'll get a, maybe I'll get a room down at the... Right? Or, you know, what we could do is just preemptively take that Wednesday off. Uh, or... That's another one. Broadcast yeah. from the link during the show. Uh-huh. Mm. And then not do not the show, do the on, show Wednesday. on Wednesday and then take the rest of the month off. <laughs> or, or I got a better idea. I got a better idea. How about the the weekend before we go to England uh-huh. and watch yeah. the Phillies Jesus. play against yeah. the Mets? Right. Totally Why don't we do that instead? And then do live close play of the... Yeah, and yeah. Yeah. The options are yeah. endless, endless at this point. Yeah. And then we can christen the new yacht that Beasley buys for us. <laughs> Foo Fighters return to Austin City Limits for an hour featuring classics alongside gems of their latest album. But here we are. Uh, the highly anticipated show premiered over the weekend that was on PBS stations and is now available to stream online. Uh, it was their first appearance on the show since 2015. So if you want to see it, it is now available. Elton John is celebrating the... The 50th anniversary of his holiday song, Step Into Christmas. It was originally released as a standalone single in 1973, and on the B-side was Ho, 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 Who'd Be a Turkey at Christmas. I don't know this song. I do not know it either. I don't either. I'm going to play it. Uh, oh, 
Oh, step into Christmas. I thought you were talking about ho, 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 who's a turkey. No. Okay. No. No, <laughs> no this is, uh, let's listen a little bit of step into Christmas. Has the sound of Elton of that time. Yeah, yeah. 50 years ago. I like it. Yeah. I just never heard it before. Yeah. No, I, the one on the flip side, I didn't even know existed. What is it again? Uh, it's called, the other one on the other side. Ho, ho, ho. Ho, Who'd be a turkey at Christmas? Uh, the track, the first one, Step Into Christmas, was intended to be an audio holiday card for his fans following the monumental release of his album, Goodbye Yellow Brick Road. Step Into Christmas was recorded on a Sunday and released less than a week later. Uh, the song is the center point of a newly released digital Step Into Christmas EP featuring Elton's top holiday hits. One last story, and that's the fact that Neil Young has released a new box set titled Archives, Volume 163 to 72. The music uh, covers his first decade and is the beginning of a series of archival box sets that was originally, originally released in 2009. Does it include a Christmas song? I don't know. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. Yeah, you've heard it. There we go. Uh, out of print for over a decade, the eight CD set. Uh has added 13 songs that have never been released before. It does include material from the Squires, Buffalo Springfield, wow. Crazy Horse, Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young, and his early solo album. I know a one Mr. Pierre Robert who would probably like that yeah, yeah, for Christmas. Absolutely. And that is the last item I have in music news for you. We'll take a break. We'll come back and we'll give away the Tattoo Day prize. Yes. Last chance text word tattoo to 39333. Go for it if you have a chance. And uh, we'll also get the letter today for the word of the week. We'll be back in a moment. 93.3 WMMR welcomes June 11th at the link. The legendary Rolling Stones. Don't get angry with me. MMR's 13 Days of the Stones. Your shot every day to win free tickets for 13 straight days. Just listen for the Stones song of the day. And the 25th caller goes to the show. And making it easier for you to win, check out the cheat sheet at WMMR.com. Tickets on sale Friday, December 1st at 10 a.m. For ticket info and another chance to win, head to WMMR.com. Plus, next Friday at 7, it's Jackie Bam Bam's special Rolling Stones edition of You Call It Friday Night, a show where you can always get what you want. This is your chance to see the Stones live in concert from the station that's well aware it's only rock and roll. And gosh darn it, we like it too. 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. We'll get ready to wrap up uh, today's program. Uh, but not before we do, a uh, couple of things. One of those being uh, thank yous. Thank you to Mr. Tim Meadows. Yes. Tim is great. Yeah. Nice little conversation with him. He had nestled up next to a Wendy's. <laughs> he was in, in his, his parking car and uh, and had a conversation. He gave us a great compliment. He said he wished all all interviews could be like that. He had a really good time, so it was uh, really cool. And he's going to be at Helium Comedy Club this weekend. He's a great guy. Very funny. Even has a Sunday show as well. Yes. Yep. I hope he takes uh, your advice case and brings the family here for uh, yeah. Thanksgiving. Will make total sense, right? Uh, so. Yeah. 
Thank you to him. That was cool having him on. Um, and thank you to you, uh, Camp Out for Hunger. Yes. Uh, we re- released the totals, which uh, are still expanding, by the way. Um, and uh, we received over 1.7 million pounds. I should say Phil Abundance received over yeah. 1.7 million pounds of food uh, and $948,732. And uh, we announced our winner of the business group organization. And uh, first place came uh, Subaru of America, of course. Second place. And we'll do a live broadcast from there. Uh, Pierre Robert is going to be broadcasting live from Comcast because they brought in our second highest amount of donations. Our third place was Campbell's Chunky Soup. Awesome. Uh, And they get a $20,000 ad schedule on MMR. And our new random drawing prize amongst all business challenge participants with an in-studio visitor to the President's Steve Show went to C.J. Watson Electrical. Look forward to seeing them here. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. It was uh, exciting stuff and happy to pass along that information. So we did that very thing. Pierre is indeed here. Hey, man, how you doing? Hey, kids. Um, not only do you have great news on the camp out and the numbers, but the stones. Yeah, man. Hey. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Do you have it? any idea how many times you've seen them? Because I know it's a few. Uh, 1975 was the first one. Wow. Uh, Ronnie Wood's first tour. And I've seen them every time they've been wherever I am since then. Or, and, or, and, or started to fly to see them. I've seen them uh, with you a few times. And, uh, one memory that comes to mind is they, they came through Philly one year and they did the vet before it uh, right. was imploded. Then they did the Wells Fargo Center, which I think was First Union or whatever at the time. And then the tower. Right. And, uh, and I got to go to the vet and the First Union Center. I did not get to go to that tower show. Um, but it, it just was incredible. I, I remember, Doing post concert coverage with you and MMR outside of the vet, and we were just having a blast. We were on a high from how how great that show was. It's, uh, I mean, it, when you see people still doing, it, they keep getting uh, dismissed uh, for age. And I remember being on a um, tour, a production tour one time uh, with a, with their production director, and some press person said, "Well, you know, they're so old." And he goes. You don't get it. Right. This is what they do. You get up and do what you do. This is what they do. And if you do what you do, well, why the F should you stop doing what you do? Yeah. And I go, holy S, that's the best thing I've ever heard. Well, stop and think about it. Yeah. Stop again. I, I keep trying. The, two of my new... Two of my now favorite Rolling Stone songs have come out in the past couple of months. I mean, that's saying a lot. Right. With a body of so many great songs that they have, that they have, that they're they're releasing this. It's just amazing. And they're going to be in support of that album as well. Really cool. I'm so excited. Yeah. Yeah. And we start giving away tickets today. Uh, do you, who's got the first pair? Five o'clock hour. So okay. it will not be you. It will be Brent. All right. Um, and all that information is uh, at WMMR.com. But uh, 13 days of the Rolling Stones and your chance to win uh, tickets. So nice. do not miss the chance. All right. Shall we do the letter, sir? Yes. All right. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter... O as in Ohio. All right, and we only have one more to go, and then we give away 300 bucks courtesy of Mainline Christmas Lights. Light up your holidays with Mainline Christmas Lights. They will custom design, install, maintain, yes, and even store your lights for next season. Take the hassle out of the holidays and book now at MainlineChristmasLights.com. Uh, today is a... Well, you know what? I guess let's find out what's on your show first, well, and we'll do test 
Shot Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes. Uh, so we'll do double shots, and um, we'll pose the question, why is Nick wearing shorts today? Oh, I am, too. I didn't even notice that. Oh, my yeah. God. It's yes. so cold outside. Um, but uh, well, Steve inspired me, and Steve's Absolutely. a winter shorts guy. It's my tribute to the epigrams. Yeah, okay. and the, uh, so I did all the laundry yesterday, and uh, I hung up all the clean jeans. And so, <laughs> so they the, weren't dry. You're right. And the, um, <laughs> the shorts I had worn yesterday, but, you know, I, they're still clean. Yeah. So I wore... Uh, I so there's no pee-pee in them. Yeah. Just wearing dirty shorts. There's, well, it, dirty is a relative term. <laughs> I guess it yeah. is, yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just I mean, disgusting. Pre-worn. Uh, Pre-worn. Uh, uh, By the way, Levi's... <laughs> Kathy, you'll be pleased to know this. When you... Uh, Levi's... Uh, uh, jeans, 501s, and other uh, brand of the Levi's jeans, they encourage you not to ever wash them. And what, put them never? in the freezer? Never, as in never. Well, um, and they put them in the freezer, right? Uh, yeah, they have a whole theory behind it, but for purists of uh, of jeans, and the 501 jeans, if you buy the original kind, you're supposed to get a size wider in the waist and longer in the length, and then sit in the bathtub uh, and uh, let Until them the cops soak come. you, which I did. Uh, did, you? did you do that? Yeah. Did it work? Yeah. So what about the? I've heard now because I believe it was one of the higher ups at the Levi's company said that he, they recommend that um, every couple of months, if you want to, take a shower with the jeans on. Oh, that's oh. interesting. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's what they're saying. I'm going right, to use my washing kidding, machine. Though. Yeah. <laughs> no, See, I, I believed him. All right. Yeah. Anyway, no, it's true. That's um, true. Yeah. on the program today, Double Shot Tuesday, and uh, we'll get into Workforce Blocks of Metallica and Audio Slave and. Um, we have a block of the stones scheduled, which we scheduled already, but it won't be containing the song right. of the day. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Uh, it's also Tuesday, so we got to give away our Tab Tuesday prize. Uh, we have a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Pearson that is going to Beth Corson yeah. of Echo, New Jersey. So Beth, you get a Preston and Steve tattoo. Congratulations to you. We'll uh, make sure you get the proper information. Tattoos Day on the Preston and Steve Show, presented by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing, 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. For artwork samples, visit floatingworldtattoos.com or you can check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. By the way, I will thank our sponsors. The Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan and the Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Family and Company Jewelers. Save big at the passing of the torch sale November 27th through December 2nd. On the program tomorrow, it's a Wednesday, Fox Good Day, secret text word. And we're also going to have comedian Mike Vecchione in the studio as well. Very good. Get you ready for Thanksgiving and, and all that stuff. Yeah. Is it going to be a special uh, connoisseur? Uh, yeah, we will be doing a connoisseur tomorrow. Because it, it's the, it may be the most important connoisseur of the year. Leading yeah. into Thanksgiving. And we didn't uh, we didn't have one last week at Camp Out, so we will make good on that and some special clips to play with that. Nice. All right, that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. Keep it in nooch, too. <laughs> I, might, I might start saying that. Yeah. All right, we'll see you again. Bye-bye. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Shopify helps businesses break sales records over the holidays with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. 
Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. 